Well, here we go. Another, another Marvel release. This time in the film category, we're talking about someone that was kind of left vacant from Infinity War. That's right, we're talking about good old Ant-Man and his new partner, the Wasp. That's right, we're going back in time to go see what old Ant-Man and the Wasp were up to during all those crazy Infinity War shenanigans on a very special review of Marvel's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Does their adventure match up to the classic that we saw earlier this summer? Well, you better tune in and find out on a very bite-sized edition of the review. Review! Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Right? <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give you our pint-sized opinions. <laughs> well, uh, nothing but puns this up. <laughs> I'm tr- Troy to the max minimum. I'm an ant. <laughs> we are going over Ant-Man and the Wasp at the top of the hour. Does the next Marvel big release stack up? <sighs> that's the big big Marvel release. <laughs> to everything that's come previous, tune in. We'll find out. At the top of the hour. Before we get to that, we got some news to go through of the week. Oh, starting okay. with maybe this. Okay. Did you hear about this, JT? I don't know. <laughs> no idea. Jeremy Renner. Yes. Who's joining Jamie Foxx. Yes. In that Spawn movie. He's going to shoot arrows? <laughs> no. He's but I shoot out arrows and play tag. He is going to be a bit of a detective. Ooh. He's playing the character Twitch in the Spawn movie. Do you know who Sam and Twitch are in the Spawn-o-verse? No. <laughs> Very good. It, uh, they are uh, a like a mismatched team of detectives. Sam is like a big fat oaf of a detective and like uh, Twitch is his little skinny pencil pushing friend. Gotcha. Uh, both great detectives, just different methods. All right. And Twitch somehow has like 40 kids or whatever. I don't, right. I don't know. So do you think he, play, he would make a good Twitch? I wouldn't have ever chosen him to play Twitch. Oh, perfect. But I don't know if I'm a huge fan of Sam and Twitch, to be honest. I'm just not a... I'm going to say... Come out on a limb right now. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Spawn, to be honest. <laughs> but Seth MacFarlane. Hard R. Todd MacFarlane. Or, yeah, damn it. <laughs> He's the other MacFarlane yeah. that's out there. MacFarlane brothers. Yeah. Uh, Todd and Seth. Todd and Seth. Same... Born of the same day. <laughs> They're twins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I like. I mean, I like Spawn, but he's just not my favorite. Like, anytime I feel like, man, I should read Spawn. I read it. I'm like, this sucks. I think I had the first. I remember buying the first issue when it was like at the grocery store, uh-huh. and I remember just getting it because it was just chock full of blood for no reason. Right. Yeah, that's like it was like a big mature title. Yeah, like things bled for no reason. <laughs> like you looked at so- like somebody looked at someone hard enough, and they would just explode into blood. And that fucking cover was pretty sweet. If uh, issue one, it was pretty sweet. Yeah, the art was awesome in it. But you know what? It just 
story-wise, doesn't stack up. I've tried to read the first 50 issues, I think, of it. Like, Jeez. a long time ago. Didn't make it through My 50. God. It got through, like, 20 before I was like, enough! Talk about commitment. <laughs> um, hey, JT, you want to flip that light on over there? Oh! Nailed it. <laughs> uh, anyway, Jeremy Renner, playing Twitch. All right. Check him out on we'll Twitch. See... <laughs> streaming on Twitch. Yep, streaming on Twitch. <laughs> JT, we uh, said a little bit last week, maybe the week before, about that Joker origin movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. That wacky, 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 wacky. <laughs> well, it has officially been greenlit okay. by Warner Brothers Pictures with a rumored schedule uh, starting film date of September of this year. Oh, my God. They're going to get right on the horse on this, baby. Uh, directed by Todd Phillips of Han- Hangover fame. Yeah. Uh, produced... Is he going to wake up and be like, how did I get here? Well, how am I on the roof? Yeah. Why am I a serial killer psychopath? <laughs> oh, boy. I should really go back and trace my steps. <laughs> What's with the tiger? <laughs> Why am I missing teeth? <laughs> Why is damage tattooed on my forehead? So that's been greenlit for sure. And it was rumored that it's going to heavily star Thomas Wayne. Ooh. Bruce Wayne's papa. So that. the Joker's going to be older? Yeah, apparently. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Maybe, they, are they, maybe they're going to go back and do the whole... Joker killing Batman's da- parents. Could be. Because that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it happened in 89. It was a different time. 89's great. Yeah. Batman 89's great. It was so good they had to clone Jack Nicholson to make the scene work. <laughs> Jesus Christ, did they? <laughs> um, I want to know where that guy lives. And, like, does he look like Jack Nicholson... <laughs> 20 years ago, now. (laughs) Yeah. No shit. I want to know. Or did they just kill the clone after the scene was done? Somebody... I'm going to IMDB this guy and figure out where he is. I don't see how I've never done this. We should do it. We should do this. Very soon. Call in. Yeah. Call him to the show. (laughs) What have you done recently? What have you done recently? Just remaking older Jack Nicholson movies, but just now. Yeah. <laughs> Still, yeah, he's gonna do The Shining pretty soon. No, he's gonna do like uh, about Schmidt or something right now. <laughs> uh, JT, if you're looking forward to trailers, yeah, SDCC's coming up pretty freaking soon, oh bro. Oh my god, San Diego Comic Con right around the corner, and rumor has it that a Shazam trailer, <laughs> Shazam, will be debuting at San Diego Comic Con. Oh boy! Get that, get that, we've seen uh, leaked pics from. Uh, Are they gonna show anything from fucking Aquaman that's coming out like this year? <laughs> I have no idea. <clears throat> I thought a trailer would be out by now. You think? I thought James Wan said something like it was gonna come out in the next few weeks. Yeah, he was all about. It. He was like, I'm gonna, "It's coming out. It's gonna come out." What's like the next big release that it would drop with? I don't know. It's the next DC movie. I know, but like... And it comes out in December. Were they tr- trying to like... Skyscraper? Is it coming? <laughs> oh, I've heard Skyscraper sucks, too. Oh, God. I've heard I've heard it's bad, but fun bad. Oh, well. There so, you I don't know. It. We'll see. Um, 
JT, are yeah. you just crazy about all these TV revivals? <laughs> Am I? <laughs> I mean, we, you are crazy about the Will and Grace coming yeah. back. Yeah. Crazy about Fuller House. Yeah. Crazy about Roseanne. Yeah. But ha- have you been mad about you? Oh, my God. Paul Reiser? <clears throat> That's Helen right. Hunt? Apparently it's not happening. Okay. <laughs> the revival of Mad About You, probably not happening. Yeah. So says the co-stars. All right. There you have it. That was a, that was a good segment of non-news, Troy. <laughs> I thought I did a good job on that one. Uh, a bit of surprising news I saw came out this week, JT. What? Did you see that they're going to do a sequel to Robocop? Are you kidding? Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> and Actually, I didn't hear it was a sequel. I heard they're doing another reboot of Robocop. What I heard... But it's a sequel ba- It's a sequel of the original Robocop. Right. And so Robocop 2 and 3 don't happen. Yeah. So they're doing another one of those because they've yeah. been doing those recently. Well, the next Predator is going to be that. Yeah. And I want to say they did it to something else, too. Um, oh, Superman Returns was that. Superman Returns was that. There was something else. Or no, uh, Halloween. The next Halloween. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to yeah. That. Halloween. That was it. And so they're just like, hey, remember when the sequels got shitty? They're going to never happen. And this is going to take place. <laughs> Instead of those, yeah, and that be just maybe as shitty. Who knows? Well, when that comes out, we should do RoboCop, like an actual show on RoboCop, <laughs> not like trying to do the Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Be like, <laughs> start play now. Yeah, we definitely should. Um, and we should do RoboCop one and two. <sighs> Skip three because it's awful. Three, I can't even stand three. <laughs> but two is so two bad is it's funny. I think. Jesus, yeah. Um. But Neil Blomkamp is behind this RoboCop remake. Yeah. Which I'm excited for. Yeah. Even though the last few things of his has kind of gone flat. Yeah. His aesthetic. It looks I good. I think would work very well for RoboCop. Yeah. Like, I don't even I don't even think I hated Elysium all that much. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Like, it's not like a classic. Right. But it was, I, I enjoyed it. He really hit a high mark with District 9. Yeah. And then, what was after that? Elysium? It was Elysium. I liked okay. Elysium. Yeah. And then Chappie. <sighs> and I never saw Chappie. <sighs> looked okay. All Visually right. looked okay. Imagine a protagonist that you wanted to die. <laughs> That's Chappie. Oh, boy. <laughs> As I tug at my collar. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, I'm good. it's getting hot in here. Uh, it te- really is hot in it here. It is hot in it here. It is so hot. I turn on that other fan, but it's, like, deafening. <sighs> okay. Maybe if it gets to the point of no return, we'll turn on the fan. <laughs> um, uh, oh, yeah. Last bit of news I got, JT, is that reportedly WWE yeah. wants to do two WrestleManias. By the year 2020, Jesus. per year. And I looked into it more to see, like, what they meant. Yeah. And it's more along the lines of they're going to do, like, a WrestleMania here in April, like they usually do. Yeah. And then one overseas, like, in six months. Yeah. So the rest of the world can have, like, a big, huge event that they gotcha. usually never get. Yeah. Which I was okay with. Yeah. But, like... If it's handled like kind of how they did the Greatest Royal Rumble, where they just just gets it's just a mishmash of weird yeah. shit that like yeah. <laughs> there's no build up for it. It's just like you're gonna have a ton of matches here. Here it is. Yeah, I know they're doing another one of those like in uh, Australia, like they're right. doing Triple H and on Un- the Undertaker for the last time. <laughs> 
Um, but for whatever reason, I'm stoked for those. Yeah. Because I'm just like, it. Do, you don't have to be caught up on anything. No. Nope. No shit storylines. You just go in and you just enjoy the matches they give yep. you. Which I love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> give me more. Just do everything overseas then. Yeah. Um, what are your opinions on this? Sure. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> They're just going to do it. Like, I, I I know overseas, I know they... they I don't know why they don't do more stuff overseas, because they're, like, over as fuck over there. But they still try and stay in America, where everyone is, like, super jaded by it, because they get it all the time. Yeah. Like, every time they go overseas somewhere, like, they're always, like, selling out, and, like, people are just going apeshit, because they only come over there every once in a while. Right. Now, I don't want it to, like, end up being, like, super saturated, where they do end up having, like... Two WrestleManias building they up to get both up to like seven WrestleManias. Yeah, like, like, do like a fuck. WrestleMania on every continent. <laughs> There's one every month. It's like <laughs> goddamn WrestleMania other. <laughs> uh, also in wrestling news, Lesnar just left WWE for the UFC like on a drop of a hat. Is he officially out? The article I read today, like he's he just left, <laughs> and on Raw they didn't even mention his name. This last week. I know they did a... Because I know they had a thing where, like, he... I guess he, like, did a uh, thing where, like, he confronted, like, their new... I guess he's not the new, like, uh, world champion of UFC. Yeah. Like, he did, like, a thing where, like, he pushed him in the octagon and stuff. But it's like... Yeah. Like, what what did you expect? (laughs) Motherfucker doesn't care about you. (laughs) Uh, I guess... Well, and I had looked up when like Lesnar was last on wrestling anyway and it was the greatest Royal Rumble yeah that's the last time he appeared yeah and I was like oh shit and he's the champion yeah well I'm in, in all honesty like I don't even know why they fucking put the belt on him because there's he's not gonna lose to anyone on their roster he doesn't want to look weak right even if it is predetermined he's not gonna be like yeah I'll let one of your stupid-looking fake wrestlers beat me <laughs> before I go to the UFC. Right, and kick somebody's ass for real. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to leave without trying to get beaten or anything. Right. Well, I guess that helps. Maybe his cause? I, I don't know what... I don't know. He really is, like, a big enough name where he could do kind of whatever he wants, which kind of yeah. sucks. Yeah. He just throws his dick around. I don't give it... What? That's not on Lesnar. Lesnar was just doing what was best for him. Yeah. It's all WWE because they were just like, yeah, we've got a big UFC star. Let's put every, let's shoot him to the moon. <laughs> and it's like, but yeah, but he's putting himself in a situation where he's not like committing to you in any way, shape or form. Right. So why are you giving him so much shit? That's true. <laughs> Make that money, Lesnar. Do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame Lesnar. Everyone's always like shitting on Lesnar. I'm like. Lesnar's probably the smartest person in the room. <laughs> like, the fact that he negotiated that deal and they said yes makes Lesnar the smartest man in the room. That's for, that's pretty true. You've turned me around on that, JT, and thank you for that. Is this fan helping? It got to the point of no return a in little literally bit. minutes. <laughs> a little bit. It's helping. Okay. Great. Um, that's all my news, JT. All right. All right, let me pull this up. While you dive into your news, you are so uh, gracious. And blessing us with this new Glares Brewing Company, Spotted Cow. Yeah. Only available in Wisconsin. I just came back from vacation in the beautiful Wisconsin Dells. Jeez, jet setting out there. That's right. Well, I'm just here. Got a fresh tan after laying on the lazy river in Noah's Ark. God damn. 
and I'm just here at home slumming it. <laughs> like a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Bless you, Troy. I, I kid. Bless you, Troy. <laughs> I got a fine life, I Bless guess. Bless you, Troy. Uh, well, Troy, something you didn't bring up that happened today. We what? are We are recording this a day late. So, but with that happening, we did kind of luck out because they announced the Emmy nominations today. Oh my God, I did miss this. Yeah. So there you go. I'll give the. Uh, I'll just give the series. I'm not going to say the actors and actresses and shit. Great. Uh, so, uh, best drama series, Troy. We got the Americans. The Crown, Game of Thrones, The Handmaid's Tale, Stranger Things, This Is Us, and Westworld. Oh my god, that's a loaded card. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Handmaid's Tale still pulling out for Hulu. Okay. Really uh, really establishing them. I'll, I'll bring them up in my What We've Been Watching. Me and Molly just finished the season two finale of Handmaid's Tale. Mm. So I'll bring that up in my What I've Been Watching. But All right. What, what, what's your... Based on what you've seen, what's your favorite in this? Well, I haven't seen half of these. <laughs> More than half. Shut up. You gotta <laughs> stick it to me. God. You piece of shit. <laughs> um, I don't know. How dare you don't watch TV? I would maybe give it to, uh... Maybe Game of Thrones, maybe? Yeah, probably. I don't know. They, they got a lot of nominations. This, I think it's like 21 nominations altogether. Wee! Oh, so, wait. yeah, they're... Pretty big shit. <laughs> They're king shit. Yeah. Living high on the hog. King shitting it. But uh, so there you go. Drama series. Uh, best comedy series, Troy. Okay. Got uh, Atlanta. Okay. Barry. Blackish. Curb your enthusiasm. Glow. Oh. The marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Okay. Silicon Valley and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Hmm. I'm really glad to see uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on there. That was one of my, like, sleeper favorites of this last year, yeah. watching on Amazon. Heard it was good. Probably by you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I'm probably going to go lean towards Silicon Valley or maybe Atlanta. Yeah. I think that's what I'd be leaning towards. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, because Veep isn't on here. They right. usually win every year. Right. But I guess they didn't have a season this season. Are they done? Or are they? I think they have one more season. Okay. I think I, I saw like, because I was randomly watching like Good Morning America <laughs> while I was in the Dells, <laughs> and they were like, they got the last season of Veep is coming out uh, this year, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, them. so they'll probably win that Emmy. Great. <laughs> but no, I yeah, there's some nominees on here that I'm really happy to see. So, yeah. Check it out. Do it to it. Ms. Maisel. Yeah, and uh, limited series. A lot of these I've not really heard of. The Alienist, The Assassination of Giovanni Versace, Genius Picasso, Godless, and Patrick Melrose. I kind of wanted to watch Godless. I've never got, got around to see that on I don't Netflix. know what that one is. It's that one where uh, it's like a old western series oh yeah okay we're like all the men yeah, yeah. were like minors and they all died and then so the town is just taken over by women yeah oh, yeah the only one i've heard of is the assassination of giovanni versace yeah so yeah i don't know i don't know don't know any about don't that. know any about don't that. know enough to make an informed decision yeah but other than that lots of other uh 
other nominees for actors and actresses and stuff. You can look that up on your own because I'm not going through all that shit. <laughs> Check out them nom nom noms. Check out them nom noms. Uh, <laughs> there's some uh, early reviews for Mission Impossible Fallout, Troy. All right. And it's being fairly positive. Okay. People are actually going pretty nuts for it, comparing it even to Mad Max and The Dark Knight. Oh my god, fairly good, JT. <laughs> Those are very good. Yeah. My goodness, you really undersold that a little bit, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, we might, we might need to go check this out. Sure. If it's got an ongoing plot of, like, maybe the fourth or fifth one, I might be a, a bit in the dark, because I think I missed the fifth one. Yeah, uh... I don't remember a whole lot of what happened. I know they introduced, like, a new chick. Like a <laughs> Russian chick or something. I don't know. To the team? Yeah. Well, like, she she kind of, like, seems like a recluse in the beginning because I don't know which si side she's on, but I guess she ends up being with them in the end. Hmm. So. Okay. Sweet. I don't know. All I want to see is that fabulous mustachioed man <laughs> piss-pound that guy in a bathroom. <laughs> Please let this happen. Pretty much, that's all that anybody is waiting for. Because yeah. anybody that does or <laughs> likes anything about movies is just reposting freaking <laughs> Cavill cock cocking his arms. <laughs> <laughs> cock and fist Cavill. <laughs> so uh, let us have it. Uh, I got some more news on uh, those Star Wars uh, one-offs. Those... Okay. Uh, Ones that aren't part of the actual story. Right. Uh, we brought up a while ago that James Mangold is directing the Boba Fett Star Wars story. But I guess word has come out now that he is not direct. Oh. He came out in an interview saying that he denies that he's directing oh, the Boba Fett deny, deny, movie. deny. So maybe uh, it was maybe some leaked news and he's trying to maybe cover his tracks. They didn't want it to be out be there. True. Aren't they putting some of these on a hiatus anyway? I don't think so, because I think they already started uh, getting ready to film the Obi-Wan one. Okay. Because I think that was like a rumor that was spread, and then uh, Lucasfilm came out and they were like, No, we're still doing them. Don't worry. All right. We're not, we're not delaying them. Listen, I wasn't worried if you're going to stop them. So, <laughs> don't get on my case, Lucasfilm. Yeah, yeah. Kathleen Assholes. Kennedy, you yeah. bitch. <laughs> get <Jesus>. on him. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Got him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Troy, I got some more news on your Shazam film. Shazam! They casted a new person in it. Demon Hansu oh. will be playing the character known as The Wizard. Okay. Do you know who The Wizard is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> he is, <laughs> if staying true to the Shazam lore, is the person who grants young Billy Batson with the power... Of the gods. Oh. That's right. Okay. So do you think Demon Hansu would make a good wizard? Yes. I would. Okay. Who? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh... In uh, the original continuity of Shazam, or Captain Marvel, some people call him, yeah. it was a guy that looked a lot like Merlin. And it's been changed since to being like an old... Um, Kind of like African shaman looking oh, guy. Yeah. So it, it's changed to that. Um, which is great. Like, a lot, it's not, it's a lot less white. <laughs> Good. Yes. 
<laughs> but uh, I want to. I'm very curious to see how it is. I really want to see this movie. All right. Well, I'm excited. We're looking for, it. for looking forward to it. I'm, I'm excited. All right. Jesus Boy, howdy, I'm excited. Check, Troy, check that, check that Shazam Jesus trailer. Christ, all right. Well, hopefully, <laughs> along with a possible fucking Aquaman. Hopefully, <laughs> ain't doing shit with that. Wouldn't that be a bitch if they don't pull one out on SDCC for Aquaman? They would just have to bury that movie then, I know. right? I don't know. Like, Maybe they're trying doing? to like play like a new thing where it's like, what if we just don't show anything about it at all? <laughs> and I'll just hope people still come to it. Hope people remember that it's still happening. Because yeah. I'm forgetting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I remember is an article like every week. It's like, James Wan says something about Aquaman. It's like, oh yeah, that is still happening, huh? How about it? All right. <laughs> How about it? Uh, I got some Jurassic World 3 news. Troy brought it up on this show. All Jurassic right. World Fallen Kingdom uh-huh. was uh, met with very mixed responses right. from myself and Reed Skeets. <laughs> and, uh, but apparently the fans of the franchise were not really taken back by it, so much so that they are there are a collection of fans that are petitioning to replace Colin Trevorrow with... J.A. Boyana from okay. the Fallen Kingdom oh. film. Okay. I, quite frankly, could care less because I think they both suck. <laughs> that's that's weird. Because yeah. didn't like everyone like J over Jurassic World? And then more people were up in arms about Fallen Kingdom? Uh, yeah. I. It seemed like there was a more critical response... To Fallen Kingdom, yeah, and more like praise for the Jurassic World. So why? I think they're both dumb. I kind of like Jurassic World a little more, but Fallen Kingdom is just the drizzling shits. <laughs> uh, GHD said he caught Fallen Kingdom with his kid. Yeah, had to leave ten minutes before it ended. Yeah, but uh, he said it was fun. Okay. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> I guess it, all he was—he didn't really want to see it. His son wanted to see it. So they went yeah. to go, and then his son wanted to leave ten minutes before it was done. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, did you get the, do you know what the ending was then? Because I didn't even see it, and I know what the ending is. He's like, no. So I told him, he's like, well, that would have been nice to see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, well. Oh, uh, shit. He'll have that, I guess. Uh, got some news on that Captain Marvel, Troy. We all know it's going to take place in the 90s. Mm, boy. And, of course, with it being in the 90s, we are going to see Sam Jackson and Clark Gregg replies their roles as uh, Coulson and, uh, God damn it. Nick Fury. Nick Fury. <laughs> and they, they'll even go as far as to de-age them. I heard about this. Throughout the whole whole film. Yeah, not just a scene, the whole film. Yeah. <laughs> so uh so yeah, so that'll be that'll be kind of different to see. Yeah, I'm looking I'm hoping cuz when you see it in like even in Ant-Man and the Wasp, they do it again. Yeah. And it's a little jarring. Yeah. Anytime they do it, it's just like that's all you can look at is like trying to find the I mistakes know. in it. Like I almost kind of want to see them like cast somebody who's old that's not famous and then they like the first scene you see them in is like the younger version of them where it's right. like you don't really think about it and then they right. show up and he's like oh shit is that makeup is that really them <laughs> that's some good old age makeup <laughs> yeah you wouldn't even know 
It'd be like the opposite of what they did in Prometheus. Yeah, because it's like my like my brain's like kind of playing with it, where I'm like, like I know they're old, so I don't know if it's because I like it is an effect or because I just know they're old. Yeah, but anyway, it still looks good. Yeah, and if they're touting to do it in a whole movie, well, Sam Jackson really doesn't look as old as like Michael no. Douglas, no. or anybody like that. No. He's like seventy or something like that. Yeah. So, like, he could easily play 20 years younger, I think, a lot more than, like, Michael Douglas. Yeah. Or even, like, Michelle... Well, yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. What, she's about the mm-hmm. same. And I've also heard, like, rumors that I guess people have seen Sam Jackson on set filming scenes where he has both of his eyes, too. Oh, yeah. I knew that he was going to have both of his eyes. So yeah. So, I'm assuming this is the origin so, of yeah, his eye. The origin of the eye. <laughs> the origin of the eye. Uh, so, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. A lot. Yeah. I got more to say maybe about Captain Marvel in our review at the top of the hour. Ooh. A little uh, Marvel Universe MCU type stock. There we go. Get back into that shit. Let me uh, write that down so I don't forget. (laughs) And uh, my last bit of news, Troy, back on that Fallen Kingdom talk. Uh, Get that bell ready, Troy. Oh, my God. Get the bell out. Oh, where is Here we go. Here we go. Get the bell. <laughs> Give me that bell. Give me that bell. Give me that bell. Give me, give me the bell. Give me the bell. Give me that bell. <laughs> Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom going past the $1 billion mark in the global box office. Went platinum. Went platinum. <laughs> I guess. I don't know what... It went movie it. platinum. <laughs> went Bud Light platinum. <laughs> Prepare for the worst hangover of your life. Yeah, so that's probably definitely solidifying there's going to be a three. Most yeah, definitely. Most def. <sighs> I don't know, man. This does not need to be a billion dollars. <laughs> this movie's dumb as fuck. <laughs> the world is stupid. <laughs> Sometimes. Some people just want to watch the world burn, JT. I guess. You just got to get that in your head. God damn it. It's like people who eat tacos from the top up. Or yep. top down. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> No, go why? from the side. They go from the top. No, what do you just... Get a fucking salad if you're going to eat it from the top. <laughs> That's all you're eating if you're just eating it from the top. <clears throat> people are just nuts, man. Mm, stupid. Had a ruby the size of a tangerine. <laughs> I like to think now that Alfred just measures things in tangerines. <laughs> I had a ruby that was like two tangerines. <laughs> Bruce, you got a bump on your head. It looks like a fifth of the size of a tangerine. <laughs> oh, Alfred, I got bit by a big dog tonight. How many tangerines? <laughs> yeah. How many uh, tangerines big was he? Uh, I don't A hundred? My god. <laughs> My god. <laughs> Master Bruce. Master Bruce, you'd need 101 tangerines <laughs> to throw at him. <laughs> to subdue such a beast. Uh, I like how his accent is all over the place in our rendition of Michael Caine. <laughs> I just want to see a big dramatic pan onto his face. How many tangerines? <laughs> Master Bruce. How many tangerines? How many? 
Must have ate four tangerines worth of, <laughs> of food earlier. <laughs> What'd you eat? Four tangerines. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, with that comedic gem, it's done. <laughs> Great. Oh my god. JT. I got two trailers today. I got three. Whoa. Um, go ahead. See, let's see what you got for trailers. Okay. Huh? Uh, well, the first one I got is a film that's going to be on Netflix. Oh, boy. Called Extinction. I also have this trailer, JT. It, it uh, <clears throat> stars someone that we're going to be talking about later tonight in our full review, Michael uh, Pena. Yeah, I'll try. And uh, Lizzie Kaplan. Mm-hmm. They star as a uh, husband and wife, where the <laughs> husband is having visions of an alien invasion, and everyone just thinks he's crazy until it actually happens. Oh boy. Now people are turned to him to be like, hey man, how do we get out of this shit? What is the scuttlebutt? <laughs> and yeah. it looks alright. Yeah, it looks okay. <laughs> <clears throat> um, not great. Yeah. Maybe I could be a floored. Yeah. But we could see it. It also stars Mike Coulter from Luke Cage fame. Mm. Um, yeah, he plays like his boss, I don't know. which is a weird. Like Mike Coulter is like a giant black dude, and he like he's like a CEO executive. Mm. Where you're like, that's right. All right, man, break down them barriers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It it looks okay. It it reminded me a lot of like uh, Skyline, a little bit. Uh. And that sucked, so <laughs> I'm not looking forward to maybe any more of that. But, I mean, Michael Pena is usually in good things. Yeah. I guess. I mean, he's usually good, right? I don't I don't know, we're, man. We're going to talk about... Well, we're going to talk about a movie that he's in tonight. Yeah. We'll see what we think of his performance in that. Sure. Maybe that can give us a little bit of a clue on... We'll gauge it from there. ...on uh, how he will be in this. <clears throat> Yeah, but anyway, otherwise the effects look okay for Netflix. Sure, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. It's in, I need to see it. I guess. Yeah. It's kind of ambiguous and see like how it's actually gonna be, because it. I, I had no I idea mean, what was really. If it's going anything on. like bright, I think they're fine. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> you just see me sink into my chair. Ah, <clears throat> uh, fantastic! That's uh, all I got to say about extension. Extension. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, comes out twenty seventh of July. Yeah, twenty seventh of July. Set your DVRs for Netflix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get your hey, VHS honey, copies out. turn on, turn on <clears throat> Extinction and put the DVR on. <laughs> you got it. Set your DVR explodes to keep playing Extinction. <laughs> does that does it work like that? Oh my <laughs> god, I, could you do that? No, you can't. I don't think you can because it has to be set up to a cable. Oh, yeah, I guess yeah, I don't you're right. Think, all right. Be funny if you could, though. That'd be funny as hell. DVR. Be linked up to Netflix. People with DVR, could you DVR Netflix? Let us know. <laughs> I want to know if it's just possible. We sound like old people now. <laughs> now, when it comes on, can you can you DVR it for me? Grandma, it's on the internet. You can watch whenever you want. <laughs> yeah, but keep. I want it in my in my shows. <laughs> I wanted to just keep playing after I watch Murder She Wrote. <laughs> you know the fourteen. Billion reruns I get off a of TV land? <laughs> Grandma, you can literally watch it anytime you want. Well, just put it in my list. 
<laughs> Literally any time. You could just search I, I it. don't want to watch any time. I want to watch it with my shows. Uh, all right. I'll figure it <laughs> what out. What time does it come on? Any time. Any time that's available for that you. That doesn't help me. Uh, <laughs> Is it on after Dancing with the Stars? It could be. Yeah, it could be on it. It could be what on channel? the... What channel? Netflix. What number? No, no. Just hit Does the Does it come big... on after the evening news? <laughs> it could be on after the evening news. It could be on after the morning news. Is it Gary Mativier? Is he on their news? <laughs> it, it depends, Grandma. I don't know what... <laughs> Are you a Channel 6 person? You're confusing me. Uh, oh, I'm going to call DirecTV and tell uh, them what nah. channel Netflix is on. I like my stories. <laughs> this is a great bit. <laughs> i got to eat nine tangerines later. I'm on the Alfred Pennyworth tangerine diet. <laughs> Eat your aging tangerines. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the barter system. You just buy things with tangerines. <laughs> I'm pooping a lot. That's it. That's what we fucking ruined <laughs> and it. Then, and then Troy goes the Adam Sandler route with it. Donkey doo! I'm feed my donkey a bunch of tangerines and watch it shit everywhere. <laughs> Uh, now my next trailer, Troy. <laughs> uh, Paramount coming out with an animated film called Wonder Park. Ooh. Did you see anything about this, Troy? No. Uh, I don't. It's more of like a teaser trailer. I have no idea where they're going with it. Uh-huh. But it seems like it's about a little girl that stumbles onto an amusement park ran by animals. Okay. That's really all I gathered from it. All right. Sounds Fun? It could very well just be your imagination, too, because it just oh. all kind of, like, appears. Okay. So I have no idea. Great. Wonder Park. Wonder Park. Sounds Wonder Bar. Yes. <laughs> yes. As I say in my terrible American accent. Wonder Bar. Wonder Bar. <laughs> bar. Uh, my last trailer, Troy, is a film called Life Itself. Oh, boy. Which looks like a huge... Drama-filled love story was by that, the producers of This Is Us. Was that the trailer you're watching with like the slowed-down pop song in it? E uh, no, that was the that was the Wonder Park one. Oh, okay, okay. But no, yeah, this is just like a bunch of people just like saying like, "Oh, our lives are intertwined," and they're just doing like this fucking like dramatic music <sighs> and like everyone's talking to their parents and Great. shit like. All right, man. All right. But it's got uh, Oscar Isaac in it. Okay. And, uh, Olivia Cook. Yes, Olivia Cook. All right. Oscar so Isaac. Who knows? Maybe. All right. Maybe they can pull it off. All right. Maybe bring a bring the old bring an old sweetheart with you there. <laughs> Have a little bring romantic old, yeah. romantic evening. Bring the other half. Bring that other half with you. <laughs> or the other third. Who knows? Hey, wow! Look oh, out! Look Come out. on. Look out. Uh, what kind of society do you think we live in, Troy? I got the, the one more trailer. I saw it right before I saw Ant-Man. Oh, boy. Looks like shit. But <laughs> it's a movie called Axel. Did you see this trailer? It's A-X-L. Oh, shit. It's about... It's, I think, made for younger viewers. Yeah. But it's this kid who goes into a junkyard... Yeah. And finds this robot dog 
who was built by like the military to be a weapon, but he trains <laughs> it to be good. And he, of course, knows how to BMX. Good. Uh, motocross type shit. You know, like typical dog tricks. Uh, not the dog, the, the kid. Oh. The kid knows how to do motocross and is pretty you know, sweet Typical at it. kid tricks. And uh, the dog follows him around with his rocket boots or whatever it has. Yeah. Um, maybe evil. Uh, anyway, it looks like total shit, but I wanted to, I wanted to bring it up. Anyways, total shit. <laughs> wanted to bring it up in case you also saw it, uh, but apparently you did not because I just wanted to talk how much like shit it looks like. All right. Did not see it. Sounds like shit. I couldn't even find it on the like internet. Like maybe I you dreamed it. Maybe I did, but I did go see Ant-Man in the Wasp by myself. So a maybe fever dream right maybe, before it came on. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I it just got all messed up on, I don't know, a sugary soda, and I just thought <laughs> this would be sweet. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it looks kind of bad. So fair enough. Know, check it out sometime. Fair enough. <laughs> That's all I got. Well, Troy. With that being said, we got our last matchup in the first round of the Terminal Random Movies. Before that, we got the winner of last week's Uber. to see one Troy. Nope. It was, of course, First Blood versus Creep Show, mm-hmm. and uh, with a pretty resounding win, uh, First Blood took it. Yes, First Blood taking it. That's right, old Rambo showing up Rambo. in the tournament of random movies, and we've got our last first round matchup, Troy. It's been pretty promising so far. Will this one make it go into a nosedive? Okay. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, the first film from 1983. Oh, all right. Uh, this one kind of gives it away again, so I'll just give the initials of the name like I did with The Nutty Professor. Okay. He was TM, and the world, but the world will remember him by another name, and it's the name of the movie. He was TM. Eighty-three. I don't know. It is the Al Pacino classic Scarface. Oh, okay. Got it. TM. There you go. Tony Montana. Tony Montana. <laughs> Tony Montana. And it will face a film from 2010. Oh. Featuring a cavalcade of action stars. Nice word choice. With the tagline: Choose your Weapon. From 2010? Yeah. Not a clue. The Expendables. Oh, Troy. my God. So okay. there you go. The, the first Expendables. The very first Expendables. Okay. So there you go. Scarface versus The Expendables. Okay. Troy, what are you thinking? I don't know. I... I haven't seen all of Scarface. Yeah. I've only seen, like, the most famous scene of it. Yeah. Like, the end? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I wasn't in love with the first Expendables movie when I saw it. Yeah. So, I don't It'll know. It'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting one to yeah. see which one comes out on top. Yeah. And the winner of that will join 
the other huge movies we got in this with The Shape of Water, Aladdin, huge. Goodwill Hunting, Falling Down, Casper, Basketball, and First Blood. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting lineup there, Troy. It is. Do you, have a, do you have an overall favorite so far? Take the whole thing? Yeah. Um, What was the first few again? Uh, the Shape of Water, Aladdin, Goodwill Hunting, Falling Down, Casper, Basketball, and First Blood. Along with Scarface and the Expendables. Maybe, oh, maybe Falling Down? Maybe First Blood? Yeah. You're not, you're not feeling Aladdin? I think I Aladdin... I feel like it might get edged out. Really? I think it might. I don't know. Aladdin was... Aladdin's pretty popular among people, I, I especially know. millennials. I know. I, I'm fully aware. I'm, I'm thinking, though, once it gets down to the wire... It might get edged out. Okay. So that's what that's where I'm just going. That's where my head's at. Okay. May, may, prove me wrong, All audience. Right. Prove know. me wrong. All right. I'm I'm kind of torn because there's probably things I want to talk about in all these films. Oh yeah. Like they're all pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. I would say. So I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna be an interesting tournament this time. I think so. Good. I think so. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That is so good. Well, we'll have the winner of the first round of this matchup next week, as well as the beginning of our course, our quarterfinal trivia uh-huh. that I give to Troy every time. Oh, I love that trivia. So we'll see. Love it. I got to f- figure out facts that make The Shape of Water and Aladdin seem like <laughs> the same film. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> in this film, uh, the gaffer, Robin Williams, <laughs> fucked a fish man. <laughs> there wouldn't even be a gaffer in an animated film. <laughs> um, sweet. Looking forward to that. There Looking you forward to your trivia that you have to make for me. Christ. <laughs> uh, well, then I think that would bring us into the hot topic of the evening. Yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp mm-hmm. dropping July 6, 2018. Oh, my with God. With a budget of $162 million. Oof. As of July 11th, it has made $98.7 million domestically. All right. That's a good start. Uh, worldwide, $184.5 million. All right. There you go. It's not doing gangbusters out Uh-oh. there, JT. Are people getting a little bit of fatigue? It's, uh, I don't know if it's that. I don't know what it is, but it's, uh, it's just made over its budget. So okay. it still has a little bit to go till it's probably finally in the clear. Yeah. Uh, but it still hasn't come out in Europe yet. Yeah. And it's not coming out in Europe till after the World Cup is done. I mean, it makes sense. It's a pretty big deal, the World Cup. But that's Europe. like in a month or three weeks. Yeah, well, it's like quite a delay. Like they're gonna notice. They're too I busy guess. jerking off over soccer. Yeah, I guess. Football. Fucking <laughs> Europeans over there, <laughs> all getting all fucking shoved up over your soccer. <laughs> America just doesn't get it. Yeah, they don't get it. I guess we don't care about it as much. Yeah, just not pushed down our throats. Anyway, Ron Tomatoes has it. At a- 86 percent it's pretty high imdb has it at a 7.6 out of 10 Ooh, look out and tldr movie reviews has that at a four out of five stars it's all pretty glowing praise troy look at their 
they're pretty high. Yeah. Fairly high, JT. But we we get down to the nitty gritty. That's right. We dig it up. That's right. We go, brass we dive tat. in. We dive we in, baby. We dive in, brass tat. <laughs> brass tats. <laughs> <coughs> um, so, JT, what happened in Ant-Man and the Wasp? Well, we come back to uh, Paul Rudd's character. What the fuck's his name in it? Um, it's not. Ah, uh, fuck. <sighs> Scott Lang. Scott Lang. Got it. Get back to Scott Lang, who uh, is reeling from his, the consequences that he suffered in Civil War, huh? where he was one of the two participants in that uh, that little skirmish that opted out and uh, went under house arrest. Yes. And is now under house arrest, uh, sharing custody with his daughter. Where he has all the time in the world to make cardboard roller coasters out of his staircases. <laughs> and uh, while he is there, uh, Hank Pym and his daughter are uh, currently uh, developing a way to possibly save Hank Pym's wife. And, uh, God damn it, what's her name in it? Which one? Evangeline Lilly. Hope Van yeah. Dyne. Hope Van Dyne's mother. From the uh, quantum realm, realm, <laughs> you really nailing it. I, dude, there's so much shit. I can't. <laughs> so with all that going on, there's some outside forces that are taking quite a bit of interest in the technology they're trying to develop. That's right. To save mm -hmm. Hank Pym's wife and uh, Hope Van Dyne's mother. Yep. So, will they be able to avoid these evil forces and save said person caught in the quantum realm? Tune to find out. <laughs> Very good. Struggled through it, but we got there. Yeah. We got th there. Sorry. Oh, Excuse me. Um, so, this movie kind of... S s it's by itself... Yeah. You don't need a lot of context um, to go see it. Except yeah. for maybe knowing that he was in Civil War. But they kind of... And the previous Ant-Man. Yeah. They kind of hint at a lot of the stuff that you need to know throughout. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, they don't, like, go in... I liked how they kind of did it in this, where, like, they don't go into, like, laborious backstories. But right. they're just like, you know, that thing you did where you got arrested. Right. And it's like, okay, he got arrested because he did a thing with a bunch of superheroes. That's right. all I need to know. Yep. <laughs> that's it. Um, and this one too is like a, after like the heaviness of Infinity War. Yeah. This one is like light and breezy. Like compared to Infinity War, this almost seems like a non-event. Yeah. <laughs> and it's dealing with like some pretty heavy shit. It is. Like finding your own like quantum realm that you can diddle in. Yeah. And just like this whole microverse that happens beneath you yeah is kind of like it seems like it's setting it up to be a big like it kind of reminds me of like that shit in men in black where like <laughs> they like <laughs> like there's like a universe but it's like a marble size and right. they show like that scene where like they're like they like pan outward and it's like they're in a locker in a fucking <laughs> train station in an alien right. planet where right. it's like everything is like like, if you were to grow big enough, maybe there's, like, a realm that's bigger than us. Right. At the very end of Men in Black, it's that uh, weird alien playing marbles with the whole universe yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Not so. 
It's crazy. Nuts to butso. Nuts to butso. But yeah, it, uh... And Ant-Man, not only under house arrest, JT, yeah. he only has his kid on the weekends, little Cassie. Got him on the weekends. Um, but is pretty uh, in good relations with uh, Judy Greer. I know. This is probably the like, the mo- this is like the most healthy like divorce relationship I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> right? life. It really is. It's like they almost want to like try and like amend some kind of statue where they can re or she can remarry him <laughs> and they can all three of them can fuck each other. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like even like the the new husband is like I really fucking like this guy. <laughs> He's such a great guy. Like Jesus Christ, you do realize <laughs> that you divorce the guy. <laughs> um. Uh, not only are they back, but Michael Pena's back. Yeah. T.I. is back. Yeah. And the other guy. Yeah. Uh, as the ex-con now business of security business that they're setting up for themselves. Yeah. Uh, Paul Rudd being the CEO of it from his home. Yes. Uh, they've got their whole thing going on. Um, joining the cast, you have Randall Park. As he's I like an FBI agent that's like in charge of uh, making sure he lives out his sentence in his uh, house. Right. Um, he's actually plays a real Marvel character called Jimmy Woo, I think. Yeah. Um, I think it's a bit of a departure from the, the comic character. All right. Well, Not- we'll talk about him later in spoilers. And um, joining the cast is also uh, a character named Ghost, who you've yep. seen from the trailers. Yeah. Um interesting foil yeah uh that i really didn't expect but appreciated okay um yeah. in the movie i don't want to sp- completely spoil oh, it oh yeah yep um and michelle pfeiffer joins the cast yep. as uh the once faceless woman in all of the pictures of hank Pym <laughs> on his desk is yeah. now known to be michelle pfeiffer yeah spoiler alert she had a face <laughs> so there you have it and you w- get to see it de-aged as well which yes. doesn't all it really did was change her hairstyle pretty much in the 80s. zoom on her face and it's like i mean i guess yeah i guess there's a few less wrinkles on her face yeah. but i mean she doesn't look bad for her age right she looks pretty good I have just now coming to terms, though, that I think Michelle Pfeiffer looks kind of weird. She's got a weird-looking face. Yeah. That's just my personal opinion. You I can disagree. I think she's still hot. There, You can disagree all you want, yeah. JT. You're wrong, but you can disagree. You think she was, like, the old Anna Kendrick? <laughs> people always say Anna Kendrick looks weird. Nah, I don't think she looks... She's, I don't, it's she's like not Anna eyes. Kendrick weird? <laughs> not Anna Kendrick weird. I think Michelle... It's just her... Like her eyes are like on the, approaching to be on the sides of her head. That's where I'm thinking she's going. Okay, so she's like part fish, she's part flounder. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, what else do I got? Non spoilers. Um, also join the cast, Walton Goggins. Yeah, he plays some kind of like shady, like super tech. Yeah, tech like, guru yeah. type of guy. Yeah, who just like wants he, he has, like, technology. He does, yeah, he like. Well, no, he, like, sells black market technology. Right. And then, but he also wants... But then he finds out what they're building, and he's like, I want that. I just want that whole fucking thing. Right. Oh, also joining the cast, Lawrence Fishburne joins the cast. Yeah. As, um, uh, Bill Foster. Yeah. William Foster. Yes. Um, which is, 
a fun nod to the comic books because Bill Foster plays a character named Goliath. Yeah. Who can also grow very tall. Well, all right. There you have it. That's a little fun thing. Um, fun. Just that was fun. fun. They all and they all coalesce together. Yeah. Um, into one story that I don't think it's very muddled. No, not too bad. With all these characters kind of vying for the same thing. Yeah. But with you, different uh, with different, different motivations. Yeah, different motivations. And so I, with all that going on, I thought it was a very mature plot yeah. for an Ant-Man movie yeah. where it just wasn't like another like yellow jacket buzzing around. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like another Ant-Man fighting Ant-Man yeah. type of thing. Yeah. And I was, I was like pretty stoked to see that. Yeah. There wasn't like, there was fighting in this, but it felt, uh, I don't know. Like it was just kind of, uh, it wasn't like the main basis of it. Like I think the main basis is like that chase at the end. Yeah. It's kind of the main basis of the plot. Yeah. So it's like the fighting is just kind of more along the lines of self-defense, but it's mostly just people chasing after this one thing. Yeah. And, to add on to the action, I would say a negative for it that almost every action scene is in the trailer. Pretty much. Like, that might be a little bit of a spoiler, but, like, going in, like, that kind of sucked. Like, I didn't real Like, I listened to the Weekly Planet, and they said, like... Because I don't watch any of the promotional TV stuff. Yeah. But they said, like, on YouTube, you could watch the entire, like, that kitchen fight scene. Yeah. And that was, like, a big fight scene in the movie. Oh, yeah. Like, that whole thing. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus. So, like, that was kind of a bummer. Like, I'm not saying that they were bad. No. But, like, they didn't leave much of anything else action-wise yeah. to the movie. And the scenes are elongated enough where it's, like, you don't get everything out I of mean, the trailers. I mean, you're right, but you get the big gist of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But even then, like, even with, like... Even though all the action scenes, you kind of get an idea of what every action scene is in it. Like, you don't really know, like, their premise or where they fall in the in terms of the story. Yeah, that's true. Um, what did you think of uh, Hank Pym in this? I, oh, I just love Michael Douglas in general. Right. And especially, like, how he just kind of plays, like, the crotchety old asshole that just tries to fuck with Stephen Lang all the time. <laughs> right. Um, I... Didn't put Scott this... Lang, not Stephen Lang. Oh yeah, Stephen Lang from Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what I liked in this that I didn't realize until like a few, like a day or so ago is that like in the books, like Hank Pym is kind of a douchebag, like yeah. kind of a dick, and yeah. like Michael Douglas has like fits of anger in this movie that kind of like back that up too, which yeah. I kind of appreciate. And they even like do like things where like people will bring up things he's done in the past where he does seem like that was a dick move that he did. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a whole, pretty much a whole plot thread is that yeah. in this, which I, I really liked. He's not just coming out squeaky clean. Like nah, I'm a genius inventor and everybody loves me. Yep. Like he had to step on some necks. Yeah. <laughs> to get there. Yeah. And, like, some of them a little bit unfairly. Yeah. So I I really like that. Because yeah. in the book, it's, like, in the comic lore, he's, like, known as, like, this kind of a dick because he hit Janet. Like, in a one panel. And that stuck with him for 40 years. Jesus. Like, it's a one-off thing where the artist, like, misinterpreted what the 
the script was. Yeah. And it shows like him as like his when he was the yellow jacket character yeah. backhanding the wasp. And oh, she's shit. just like writhing and like just <laughs> like cranks her neck all the way back. Looks like he really walloped her. Yeah. And so that has turned into like a whole thing where he's like a secret wife beater. Yeah. Type of thing. And he's trying to like have been overcoming that for like since that happened in the yeah. 70s. Yeah. But then they also they kind of like even play off of that a little bit where like he's feeling guilt because he wasn't prepared enough to do what uh, she did. To like get small enough that get well, what that's what trapped her in the quantum realm. So now right. he's dealing with that guilt for forty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I really liked. Um, I liked that whole like aspect of longing and like it was his fault and yeah. it wasn't smart enough to try to like get her out until now yeah. or all that kind of stuff. But no, <laughs> it was funny because I, I saw this with Molly and like the first question she asked me because when they bring up where it's like she's still alive and they go into like the opening credits or whatever. Like, the opening, like, Marvel thing. Like, she leans over to me and she says, what the fuck did she eat? (laughs) I wanted (laughs) all of the... I wanted that answer, too. Because she's been down there for however long. Yeah. And she's still alive with makeup. (laughs) And she's somehow made herself a cloak at one point. I mean, obviously you see her. She comes back. But she's... Well, they almost kind of... Well, yeah, like... When they do shoot, show her, they do kind of allude that she did kind of, like, create some kind of, like, survival outfit out of, like, her old suit. Because, like, her hel- right. like her, her face mask is, like, she kind of, like... A piece of the helmet. Yeah, the piece of the helmet. And he, I think even, like, her blade weapon that she had was, like, her wings. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I got that part, but I'm like, you didn't go down there with, like, a jacket or a cloak. Yeah. You came back um, with it. It doesn't she- matter. Ripped out some of the insulation from her. I don't fucking know. Who man. cares? It's a goddamn it's, movie. It's just a, a fun movie, okay? Yeah. Quit trying to tear it apart, us. <laughs> okay, us. <laughs> um, but that's. I. I. Do you want to say anything else? Like spoiler free? Would you recommend seeing it in the theater? Yeah, I mean, it was. It's. It's fun as it is. Like I. I don't. If you're not like super into Marvel, you can probably wait for this on DVD. Like, I don't think there's anything, like, too earth-shattering in it where it's, like, you need to see it. Mm. And, uh, I mean, it's fun as it is. Like, like I was, I, I wouldn't say that I was, like, over, overblown with, like, excitement during it. But, like, there's some scenes in there where I had fun. See, I would say go to the theater and see this. Okay. Because I think if you liked Ant-Man, whatever you thought of the first Ant-Man, I think you'll, en- you'll enjoy this film. Yeah. It's not like the huge spectacle that all the Avengers movies yeah. and stuff are, but it is something all to itself and I it's a breath of fresh air. Yeah. And I think you'll I think people would appreciate like that. Like this movie is so out. like this movie is so much its own thing that they have to almost had to like crowbar in like an after credit scene just to link everything. And I want to talk about that so to bad. Inv- oh yeah. <laughs> we'll talk we'll talk about that in spoilers, but yeah, it's like the whole movie itself, it just kind of felt like, oh, this doesn't even seem like it's even part of the MCU. And then they throw in that one scene at the end where it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, also, I wanted to just throw in there, this is the 20th Marvel movie. There you go. Like, what a milestone. Like, it, it, I read that and I was like, no way. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it would be because we we bitched about how Infinity War was 19. Right. And then we we're like, so what's going to be 20? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Really? 
yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I think that's all I got. That's uh, spoiler free. Yeah. But no, I think there are some fun scenes in it. And uh, like it does. Like, I think even this movie itself does not take itself seriously. Right. Right. Um, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so spoilers from here on out. Gotcha. If you haven't seen it yet and you don't want it spoiled, pause it, leave, who cares? Yeah. Um, who gives a shit? <laughs> but, um, so I want to talk about, like, the the villains of this. Okay. Because I couldn't really talk about the ghosts so much, because, like, I thought her character was very refreshing. Yeah. Because she wasn't really a villain. No. She was, like... A tragic character kind of out to save herself. Yeah. She just came off as, like, really desperate. Yeah. She almost... Her character was less like a villain and more just like a rabid dog. Like, she was just so desperate. Yeah. I, I would even say, like, rabid dog is almost like an overstatement. But, like... Uh, I don't know. Well, go ahead. You, yeah, go ahead and um, explain. She she was just... kind. She's kind of just at the end of her rope. She, like, is... She knows she's gonna die... She's been put through a lot of shit because of the ability she has by accident. Yeah. And she just wants a normal life and wants to not hurt all the time. Yeah. And so her main goal is to get Pym's tech to, like, absorb more quantum energy. Yeah. Because the whole MacGuffin of this whole movie is, like, the quantum tunnel. So that you can get into the quantum realm and, yeah. and to extract that energy. Yep. Which, uh, that's where Michelle Pfeiffer's at. Yep. That's where the energy that came from, from an experimental tunnel that was built when she was a kid, hit her, which fucked her all up. Yeah. And then Goggins, <laughs> I can't remember his character's name. Yeah, it's something weird. Oh, it's I'm... something more normal than Goggins. I'll dib it. <laughs> but, uh, he wants it because it's just like a hot new tech that he wants his hands oh, on. Oh, yeah. And so all of these parties... Sonny Birch. Sonny Birch. Um, <laughs> all of these parties want this tech for all different reasons. And the yeah. only real villain in this, I think, is Sonny Birch. Yeah. Which, the only reason he's in this is to supply henchmen for Ant-Man and the Wasp to fight. Yeah. Like, he doesn't really even need, need to be in this movie. It's just that, well... It's a Marvel movie. We need to have fight scenes. Ghosts just can't fight them all the time. Right. We need to give them. We need to give them faceless creatures to just fight. Right. So creatures bring being in, men. Yeah. Let's bring in Sunny Birch to be like, get them, guys. Yeah. I was okay with that though. Yeah. I mean, it was just. Yeah, it was just kind of a de- like he was less a character and more just a device. Like he doesn't right. really he doesn't have like a lot to him. He's just there to be like. Twirless mustache and be like, I want money. Yeah, somebody said... I think it was... Sal from Comic Pop said that um, he should have been Justin Hammer instead. Yeah. That would have been cool. And I was like, oh man, yeah, that would have been good. Freaking get... um, uh, What's his name back? Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell back into the fold. But now he's got that Oscar. What about his bard? <laughs> well, bro, get your bird. <laughs> but uh, so I that would have been great to have like a reoccurring character back as yeah. a villain. No, that'd be that'd have been really fun, especially because like something from a different franchise. Even yeah, that'd have been fun to bring him in. Um, 
So, but I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate him overall. Like he, no, was, I, he was a plot device. Yeah, and I fucking love Walton Goggins in general. Yeah. I think I like, haven't he seen needs, him in a ton of stuff. He needs but. to be in more shit because I, I, everything I see him in, he's so good. He was fun in this. Yeah, it's like being kind of like evil, cartoonish at points. I kind of yeah. liked it. Yep. Um, but that w- that almost I'm gonna have to say throughout the whole movie, it's a bit more cartoonish. Than like more of the heavy-handed like Black Panthers and Infinity Wars, oh, yeah. Civil Wars. Yeah, like this was I thought a breeze to get through, and like yep. through most through most of it, I had like a smile on my face. Yeah, not but- not necessarily because it was like overly funny. Yeah, but it was I was just having a good time. Yeah, like it's yeah it's just it's not heavy in the slightest. No, no. like you can just go until into it gets this. to the end. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, that, but that's, like, the after credit scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, uh, yeah, like, all the way through, it's just kind of, like, it kind of, like, reminded me of just, like, old, like, 80s action films. Mm-hmm. Like, it never took itself, like, super serious mm-hmm. or, like, tried to dive into, like, really, like, depressing topics or whatever. It's just, like, here's the goal of every character. Now watch them as they try and fulfill their goal. Yeah. And, like, uh, going back on, like, your talk of Ghost, like... When I said she was like a rabid dog, like I still kind of believe that. Where like she strikes me, where like she's in so much pain that a lot of the decisions she makes are so rash. Like it yeah. feels like she could have easily, she could have like easily like found a solution for this just by talking to the people in the room she was with. Right. She's like legit surrounded by the smartest people in right. this department that she's trying to like gain information about, but yet she doesn't take enough time to be like. Oh, yeah, please tell me more. Right. Because, like, they almost, like, nailed down, like, an idea of what they could do, like, within, like, half the movie. Yeah. And oh, yeah. every time they try and tell it to her, she's like, no, I, I gotta do this instead. And it's just, like, <laughs> fucking, like, beats the shit out of them. <laughs> so it's, like, that's why, why she kind of reminds me of a rabid dog where she doesn't, like, sit back and listen to the facts. And I think that's because she's in so much pain. It's just She just wants it to be over. Right. But, I mean, there was, like, a good, re- like, there's a good reason for her to, like, play keep away with that tech because they're they had good intentions if they did just sit down and talk and be like yes we will fix you we just want to do this first yeah and she's like hurt so much and she's like so scared that she's just gonna like evaporate i guess yeah that she's like i can't wait any longer i need to do this first yeah. like you can have time to get but no, whoever but you're missing in a minute yeah but no but it's not even like that because they even say like look if you're going to evaporate it's gonna be like in a week but it's like yeah. no but i want it now it's well, like but no <laughs> Just, wouldn't you want it done sooner or later if you know you should be given a yeah, week but there's like people where it's like look if we get her like like they they're like expolution whether it's like if we get uh, what's her name? Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, Janet. If we get Janet out of the quantum realm, she'll have more than enough energy, quantum energy inside of her to suffice you for quite a while. They don't know that, though. They say it as, like, a theory. Sure, as a theory, but that what Like, I want to get into more of that <laughs> when Michelle Pfeiffer comes out. Yeah, but, like, uh... But then even when they bring that up, she's like, it's not good enough. I need this instead. And she just keeps going, 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 going. Where it's like, but even then, you don't even know if that'll work. Like, she, they, she's like, like the first thing she hears, she's like, okay, that, that's the answer. And then she goes with it. And then even they're like, well, this could also work too. But it's like, no, you said this. I'm going with this instead. Mm. So it's like, she just kind of 
operates on like I I can't take time to think about what I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep going, going, going. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you. Like, sometimes she, like, she'll grab stuff and not even know how it works. Like, how do you even know she knows how to, like, operate some of that shit? Like, she's just like, I want this. And it's like, well, then how do you know how it works? I just, I'll figure it out. I, I just, I need to use this to get this. Right. But, I, but like, it sounds like I'm shitting on that, but I like that idea of that where it's like she's so, like, frustrated and so desperate that she doesn't take time to think things through. She just op- she just acts. Yeah. Um, I also like um, how Ghost looks. I liked her ability to be, like, intangible and go through stuff. Yeah. And kind of, like, you get to see her almost, like, as a shadow of herself when she yeah. moves around. Like, it's almost, like, kind of, like, the shadow of her, like, shows, like... Like, other things she would have done if she did something different, almost. Like, there's, like, times where, like, she's walking away and, like, a very faded version of her is screaming at somebody when she's angry at them. Yeah. And then, like, even some parts where there she's going to, like, walk away. She has a lot of walking away in this. No. (laughs) 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 There's, like, if she's walking away, you'll see, like, a, like, a, like, a... A faint version of herself, like, ahead of her. And she'll end up yeah. walking into it and, like, merging with it and, like, going on. Yeah. Like, like, I really thought that was a cool effect. Yeah, like, because, like, quantum realms are kind of, like, like uh, different realities, right? I have no idea, because it's so vague on what this is. Yeah. Because I was thinking, like, because she's so full of, like, quantum energy, like, I kind of thought it's, like, it's, like, different versions of her are kind of, like, shadows of her. Where, yeah, maybe. Like... Like, maybe she walked away from this scenario, like, three seconds earlier, and then that part of her pops up in this reality. Because they make mention, like, near the end, like, that once you get down in the quantum realm, you have to, like, be careful not to mess with the time stream, something else, something else. So maybe it could be something where, like, it's jumping forward or backward in time or different alternate path yeah. or whatever. Yeah, like, certain things could have set her off to maybe do this one thing that, like, a very faded version of herself is doing when she's walking away. Right, but that's not necessarily clear. That's just our assumption. Yeah. But, like, it is cool at the same time. Yeah. And, like, they really don't explain how a lot of what they're doing work, like, how it works. Yeah. They just go, they get really small and it's like in this weird if you've seen Doctor Strange, yeah. it's kinda like that weird reality where he finds Dormammu. Yeah. So that's why I'm kinda thinking like, are they kind of Yeah, because a lot of the stuff, like, especially when they're going into the quantum realm, it looked a lot like Doctor Strange where and it's they like really get down. Yeah, there. so it's like we're like, did Doctor Strange like find a way? I in don't there know. At one point? Not sure. But it looks fairly similar. Yeah. Where, like, Doctor Strange, instead of just getting really small, he just goes there. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, like, they, so they zip down to... Because the only thing I'm thinking of, if they have all of this capability to do stuff... Like, let's say, this is how what I'm thinking. Like, Michelle Pfeiffer ages in real time. Yeah. But, like, she wouldn't need to eat for whatever reason, because the energy down there is between states of, like, existence. Okay. Where, like... It's, like, between gravity, between time, between all of these elements. Yeah. Where, like, she can kind of just exist, where she doesn't really need sustenance. She kind of just is a particle in this whole vast thing. Yeah. 
But like, my, my, I what I could not wrap my head around is like, how can they find something so infinitely small? And they kind of did it in this. Yeah. Because I knew that the second movie, this one, would have them finding Janet. Yeah. And so, like, let's say we just shrunk to infinitely small in here. But, like, they did it while she was on a rocket over the ocean. Yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck would you find something that so <laughs> yeah. infinitely small over some vast distance? Yeah. And it's, like, they did a good job of kind of showing how they could find her through, like, like an echolocation type of deal. Yeah. But it was weird how, like, just putting the word quantum in front of everything, they kind of throw a lampshade yeah. on it in the movie. Yeah, no, they even, like, yeah, they even, like, do, like, a thing where, like, friggin' uh, Paul Rudd's <laughs> like, did you just say quantum in front of everything? <laughs> but that they kind of do. Yeah, they do. Like, after he said it, I'm like, yeah, this does sound kind of dumb. <laughs> like, they kind of explain it as, like, yeah... The quantum realm can help me, like, take over Paul Rudd's mind for some reason and, like, yeah. help on the outside. I'm like, I don't get how that works. Yeah. Like, they're combined because he was also in the quantum realm, so they also have quantum energy flowing through them. Quant it's a lot of quantum yeah. in this. So much quantum. <sighs> I'm. It's losing its meaning, and I don't even know the meaning. Yeah. But, like, the thing is, like... Where other movies would try so hard to, like, be, like, try and make you geek out over it. Right. Like, they're just, like, quantum, 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 going on more, yeah. another scene. Exactly. And I, and that's what I kind of praise it for. Yeah, like, if this movie, time. if this movie took itself more serious, I would shit all over it. But because they're, like, look, we gotta find a reason to do this, quantum, quantum, quantum. Yeah. We're gonna gloss over it. It'll be fine. Yeah. And it just, helps. You just if accept this, the fact that these are very smart people that know a fuck ton about the quantum realm. Regardless of what your grade is for the movie later, if this was a shittier movie, I'd probably have a problem with that. Yeah. But because it flows along pretty well, I'll gloss over that, which is fine. Like, if this yeah. was, like, Justice League or something like that, I'd yeah. be like, I think I need more out of <laughs> You need to show your work. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Like, if... if Infinity War had like a 20 minute long thing where they tried to describe the quantum realm I would be like get fucking over this <laughs> yeah, yeah right I agree um what oh shoot what was I gonna oh what did you think of um the the ex-cons in this uh, man I mean it was I don't know like I think Michael Pena was kind of annoying in this I am <clears throat> Kind of on the same page with you. <laughs> I really liked him in the first Ant Man. The whole yeah, group. I thought he was fine in the first Ant Man. Like he, I think he was in it enough. But in this, like he wasn't even in it that much. But like it felt like it was so unnecessary. Like they just needed to show. Like Michael Pena was such like a prop popular character in the first Ant Man. Yeah. They they needed a reason for him to be back in this one and to do his whole like storytelling technique. Yeah, whereas where Which everyone's I still like, liked. Yeah, where everyone's like mouthing the words of like what that was probably still my favorite part of Michael Pena. Yeah, in this. but in this he was playing out like scenes that we saw in the first Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You're right. But I um. I, I did like that whole group a little less, even though they weren't yeah. in it as much. Yeah. And, like, the scenes they were put in were so useless. Like, it was just, like, them bickering with each other about the dumbest shit. Yeah. Like, oh, why is my desk small? Well, you're here for the desk, blah, blah, blah. You're like, yeah. 
I felt like the comedy in this movie didn't land as well as it did in the I know. first one. Yeah. Like all this like every time they had like these like weird bicker scenes, it would always end with someone being, Come on guys, can we get back to the task at hand? Right. Where you're like yeah. Well, like, <laughs> like even, why? Even the like fuck? Paul Rudd's some of his stuff, I don't think it landed as well either. No. And that was like, I was kind of bummed out by it, but it didn't necessarily like it was still made it like light. I didn't like ever really hate a joke. Yeah. But like they did, they a lot more didn't land for me than yeah. I thought. But the one character that worked for me in terms of comedy was Randall Park's character. Yeah, I actually really I, fucking loved him in I this. I really liked it, too. <laughs> Up until one... Like, okay, I, I still like him. Yeah. But there was one moment at the very end where he's going on about uh, getting dinner with Paul Rudd. I'm like, I think that went on a little too long. It did, yeah, but, but it still kind of ended the same way the first one did, where it's like, he always starts out kind of skeptical, and they're like, I'm just joking. And he's like, okay. But did you really mean that? Like, he goes back from, like, <laughs> skeptical to naive. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's this big thing where he's like, no, you don't mean that. He's like, no, I don't. He's like, but did you? Yeah. I also <laughs> like that he had uh, placeholder swears. Yeah. Because he never swore. He was just like, ah, fiddlesticks. <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> like, like, they end up going to... Uh, Paul Rudd's house like four times in this movie because they think he broke his like yeah. house arrest and every time they go there he's made it home before them yeah. and they're always like I'm on to you Scott Yeah. alright well come back anytime oh you mean that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he goes from like being very like judge him to like being like oh sweet you want to be my friend? <laughs> right which I really liked and I'm hoping he is an- another part yeah. In uh, further movies down the line. Yeah, hopefully it wasn't vaporized. Right. <laughs> um, is there anything you want to get to... Oh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne is in this. Yeah. I mean, he was fine. He doesn't, like... he's not. Yeah, he doesn't have a huge part, but no. he, there was a bit of a twist, like, near the middle, though. Yeah, like, where... he kind, he's kind of, like, the person that's helping Ghost. Yeah. Because he feels sorry for her. Right. Which I first thought it was going to be, like, that was his daughter. Oh, I, I kind of thought that, too, but it's not. Thank God. No, yeah, like his parents, like her parents were killed, and then he was like the agent that showed up on scene. When he worked for S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and so he kind of like has been looking over for this this whole time. Yeah, and I like that they brought the whole S.H.I.E.L.D. aspect into this too. Like they actually brought up, was like, they did exist, remember? <laughs> right. And now they don't, and now I'm doing something else. Yeah. But I, di- I it actually surprised me that it made it look like um, Larry Fishburne was, uh, was a bad guy. For a, a, a second. Yeah, for a split second. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, that's kind of a... Tw-. Like, I yeah. wouldn't have expected that. And yeah. then, But he's kind of that shade of gray. He actually is, like, more on... I would say he's more good and righteous than Hank Pym is. Yeah, because Hank Pym kind of fucks him over. Right. And so he's like, I'm just trying to help this girl. Like, yeah, I'm trying to steal your shit, but, like, for the greater good. Yeah. So help this like didn't like Hank Pym do something to fuck her over too kind of I thought there was like something Ghost? involved or yeah like there was something involved where like he did something to detriment something I can't did remember. he go on the mission to wreck that quantum tunnel maybe oh I don't remember I don't remember now I I just remember that. Like, there was, like, so much shit they brought up about him where, like, at the end, you're just like, is Hank Pym even a good person? Right. <laughs> like, because everywhere he goes, people bring up shit that he's done in the past where you're just like, 
Man, fuck God, you guy. have just fucked everyone Burned over. every bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no wonder you're just a cranky old man hiding in your own lab. Because <laughs> everywhere you go, people bring up a story where you fucked them over at least once. Right. Um, change of subject. Uh, Evangeline Lily, I really liked in this. Yeah. She has way better hair than the first one. Oh, my God. You got rid of that bob. Good fucking Lord, that hair was shitty. Like, I barely remember the first Ant-Man, but uh-huh. they did that... That first scene they play out where it's like right after the events of the first Ant-Man and they right. show her haircut and you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot how bad your hair was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, they tried to make it into like the Janet Van Dyne 60s haircut <sighs> and it just did not no. work. Because no, they show you. it in this like juxtaposed like with her now and I'm like, man, she is way hotter now. <laughs> I know. That haircut does wonders. She looks like a fucking like TV news anchor <laughs> in the first Ant Man. Um, but I thought she was a really welcome addition to be like a superheroine. Yeah, because she's this. the only serious superhero in this whole thing, and she's like really good at. She's way better at being a superhero than Ant Man is. Yeah, I know. Like Ant Man just bumbles through everything. Well. <laughs> Also, Ant-Man's technology is ganky as fuck. Which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, okay. like, she does everything perfect. Like, goes, like, she can, like, shift between different sizes without a fucking hitch. Right. And then every time fucking uh, Scott Lang gets a suit, it just fucks up every time. Right. Like, so, he has the old suit, which works pretty much without a hitch, right? Yeah. It works just fine. Yeah. But then he gets a new suit that somehow flawed yeah like it's a an experimental one but somehow the growing and shrinking ability yeah. of it isn't perfected which why do you need to make a new suit if it was already pretty much perfect with the old one well they think it's destroyed oh yeah but still like even like the wasp has like a pretty perfect suit yeah that's what i'm just saying. make that one again right. why do you need to be like be all experimental and make another one that's what I, yeah i thought the exact same thing <laughs> like, i'm like that doesn't make any sense don't think it's not broken asshole right like so, the and only even then he makes it, a new suit, and it still doesn't have wings and blasters on it even right, either. Right. The only reason they do it is for like plot devices, yeah, for reasons. But I really, I did think it was really funny when Paul Rudd had to go find the other suit, and he kind of shrunk down to like a kid size. Oh and yeah, he's that big oversized sweater, <laughs> and like trying to tiptoe through the school. Oh my or god, they need to do. I was like hoping they would do like a thing where it's like Halloween, and he has to like walk around in like a kid's like <laughs> Halloween costume or something, and like try and trick or treat. <laughs> like ET. Yeah, they need to do some <laughs> shit like that. Like even like dress up as ET as a kid. Oh my god, and go so like. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, that one guy who played, like, the teacher who's, like, in everything. I can never remember his name. When he's like, yeah. hey, kid, you got a hall, yeah. pa- hall pass. And uh, it just, like, scurries away. Yeah, like, ah, ah, whatever. Forget it. I don't care. But, yeah. And, and then he gets back in the van and just keep cutting a bunch of, like, little kid <laughs> yeah. fucking puns on him. <laughs> right? And he's, like, going down the stairs yeah. like a little kid and all that. It lured, I, thought it was really, I, I thought it was really funny. Yeah, that was, like, yeah. Like, that was a nice little thing that they could do to kind of play with size right because he wasn't super miniature he was just smaller than average yeah like, he was just, he was a like kid sized <laughs> so it made it pretty funny yeah. and then like he gets stuck like, when he's big too which like was kind of yeah i don't it was like, like that looks he, like, that, like that could probably kill you and then it's like kind of like done in a nonchalant way where it's like whoops he got big mm-hmm. or it's like that 
Like, that, it, like, drains so much energy out of you that you could die. You know, like, that's what they like, make it seem like. After the short time he did it in Germany in Civil War, he slept for three days. Yeah. And he now say that in the movie. Yeah, now he's, like, big enough that he, like, rises out of a river and everyone's like, oh, he's big now. Right. It's like, Get, make sure he's freeze like he shrinks sometime soon because right. he could like use up enough energy that he dies. Right, and now not only is he like huge, like the biggest he's ever been, mm-hmm. he's like getting lightheaded because he's like so big, and then yeah. he's almost drowning. Yeah, and so the wasp has to go like fuck with his technology because yeah. his suit's all shit. Yeah, and then to get him shrinking, and then he's like halfway dead because yeah. he's so exhausted yeah but then like it doesn't matter he still goes on with the rest of the movie anyway. yeah he gives a shit <laughs> but i do i do that. like the even though they have in the trailer i do like when he uses the fucking truck as a scooter i did like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, that whole chase scene was actually pretty good i think yeah. that's my that's my favorite scene out of the whole thing that ending chase scene right because that that building goes back and forth between so many different yeah, characters. Yeah, it's like a hot potato. Yeah. Or a keep away or whatever. Yeah, I like that. And then, like, even, like, the action scenes where, like, the Wasp will just kind of, like, dive into, like, cars and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was just really good. It was really good. And you don't really see a lot of, like, chase scenes that end Marvel films anymore. Like, it's mostly just, like, a big, like, apocalyptic battle. Oh, right. But in this, it's just, like, they end it all on, like, this big chase at the end. And yep. it felt kind of refreshing in terms of a Marvel film. Yeah, I did like that chase quite a bit, because it, it made it interesting. I mean, you got a giant man, you have, like, yeah. a ghost, like, going yeah, in and out of Yeah, ghosts, like, trailers. fading in and out of, out of, out of cars. Like, yeah. the wasp is, like, shrinking and getting regular size and, like... Flying into cars and like drop kicking through windows, and then you also have like Michael Pena and like at some times like the wasp in a smaller car. They grow big and yeah, throwing shit. Yep. Like it's just a cartoon yeah. of a menagerie oh, yeah. thing going on. Yeah, like it's but totally it was so fun. Yeah, it's a really fun, really fun scene. Like I, I, like it felt just in terms of a Marvel film, it felt really refreshing for an action scene. Right, because you never see chases that end a end a film like that. Right. Right. Um, that's another reason why I thought it was just like it dealed or it dealt with like a lot. It, it was a different movie and yeah. I thought it was very refreshing. Yeah. Like there wasn't any like high stakes. There wasn't any big twist. Right. Like there was like a, there was like a, a few small ones here and there, but there wasn't like a big one where you're, where you're like your jaw drops. Right. Like it was a very straight to the point action movie. Right. I And I, with, like, the three-way, like, need to get this... I thought it was, like... That was, like, so ingenious. Yeah. Like, it... The last few movies of Marvel, like, their villains have been pretty intriguing. Yeah. Like, Ghost was totally different than any villain. Yeah. Uh, Thanos. Yep. Killmonger. Yep. Um... I guess Grandmaster, like, from <laughs> Thor Ragnarok was Jolin because it was yeah. Goldblum. Yeah. But, like... Like, a, a lot of people were complaining about Marvel's villain problem. Maybe they took that to heart and tried to hash some of this out. Yeah. Because the last few have been, like, a way more entertaining to watch. Yeah. and But, like, the thing is, though, that as much as I do appreciate that they are trying with their villains, I feel like they're trying to go more that... I feel like in in time, if they keep going that route, then people are going to get sick of that, too. Where, oh, like, yeah. Like, just... Like, they're not really taking to heart, like, 
like we don't want just like the the twiddling mustache villain. We want ones that are deeper. Right. And now they're taking that as like, oh, deeper. That means that they have motivations, and that's pretty much what they're doing now. They just take villains with motivations you can understand, but you got to go more than that too. Where like, like the thing about uh, like the Dark Knight that I love the most with the Joker is that like, he you don't know anything about him. Right. Like he's just a villain. That is just charismatic, and you want to watch. Right. And, like, that's... I think that's, like, the main thing that they need to focus on. Like, you don't need a character that's just pure evil. You don't need a character that has motivations. You just need a, a character that's charismatic, that you want to watch be evil. Sure. And I think that's the thing that... That's the hump that Marvel needs to get over to fully be a great film. Okay. I slightly agree with you on that. I don't feel like... Uh, I do feel like um, a shade of gray in a villain does really well into, like, make them a full-fledged character, not just black and white. Yeah. But sometimes if, like, a character is charismatic enough, they can be the mustache-twirling villain. Yeah, If no. you can't keep your eye off of them, they're doing something right. Exactly. And th- that's, what, like, I'm, that's what I'm hoping that Marvel tries to go with. Because, like... As much as, like, Ghost w- had an interesting backstory, like, it's not, like, if you would have taken that away, it Ghost just would would have just been Ghost. Yeah, but even still, like, if you, if you took away, like, her backstory in this, I feel like you would still feel like she wasn't really a villain. Yeah. She would just be, like, a tragic character. Yeah. And I think, but that's, like, the route they're kind of going down now, is, like, they just, instead of getting villains, they just get... This happened to them, and now they're a villain. So far, though, it hasn't gone wrong. I do feel no. like overexposure yeah. will hurt that, because it's like, okay. Yeah. Like, after a while, the, like, if, let's say, like, down the in the next few movies, they have a villain that's even more well taken as the hero. Yeah. Is that villain going to get their yeah. own spinoff then, and then who do yep. they fight against? Who's yeah. the bad guy then, or kind of shit like yeah. that? But That's, it's like, you, like, see, like, a lot of the villains they did, like, once people started complaining that we we don't want, like, the typical I want to rule the world villain, then all the villains with these same motivations are kind of the same, where it's like, you have the vulture who wants to support his family, you yep. have the ghost that wants to just be a normal person, like, it's a lot of, like... A lot of, like, the villains nowadays are just people that are just going to very out there like realms to just live a normal life. Yeah, go to extremes to Yeah. Cuz Thanos was kind of like out. that too. Like he goes to extreme levels to just be a normal person. Yeah, yeah, but he's still pretty maniacal. Yeah, but he <laughs> he just lives more along the lines of like, well, as if I kill half the universe, I can live a normal life. Yeah, and know that the universe will cuz yeah. in his eyes that'll balance out everything and so the future will be better off yep i mean as the how that kind of makes sense (laughs) it is pretty maniacal like in a like um nihilistic yeah but but i like i'm i and personally i love villains that want to prove something to themselves like that's why i love the joker from the dark knight so much is that like they have 
these urges that they can't control and their best ways to deal with them is to prove that other people also have those urges. Like, that's why I like uh, Luke Cage Season 2 so much. Mm. Is because that's pretty much what the character of Mariah was. Yeah. Where, like, she went through her life having these urges to kill and do terrible things to make get her way to the top. And then when it had all that was taken away from her, she had to deal with the fact that I might not be a good person. So the only way to deal with that is to try and trick someone to also go down that path that she considers a good person. So then when she looks back on her life, she can be like, I wasn't a bad person because this person that I thought was good also did the exact same thing I did. Sure. And that's like, I think like that's probably like the next step for Marvel is to try and go down that path where it's like, you don't need someone who's trying to be normal. You don't need someone that's just wants to rule the world. Just find someone that is a terrible person and tries to justify that by trying to take a superhero and make them who they are to justify why they're a bad person. That'd be pretty cool. I wonder what franchise I could do that in. Yeah. Yeah, it would surprise me. Um, anyway, you want to get to... Do you want anything before we get to like that mid credit sequence? Because I want to talk about that. And I feel like I could go on for about too long. <laughs> okay, well, then we better get into it then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... They end up getting Michelle Pfeiffer out of the quantum realm. That was fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do want to talk about Michelle Pfeiffer then. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I did write that down, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. So, I thought an interesting villain for this would have been Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, she would be. Because, like, I never like, thought because, about it until you said it, but because, yeah. because she Because she was in the quantum realm so long, I feel like they could, like, develop some kind of motivations for her where she's not thinking in her own right mind because she's been in seclusion for borderline 40 30, years 30 years 30 years like, that, like she could totally like go down this realm where it's like i've been amongst like the basis of what life is for 40 years and alone and alone <laughs> like she could convince herself that in order to reestablish order in like matter in general she needs to do this very out there thing that only she understands in her own mind like right. that would be a really cool villain yeah that would be a really cool villain and it would also kind of, like, lead to sympathy where, like, you can see why Hank Pym is trying to stop everyone from trying to stop her. Mm -hmm. And you can see why, like, people are, like, second-guessing, like, should I really do this to stop my own mother? Should I really do this to stop my own wife? Right. And then Scott's like, dudes, you... Open no your matter, fucking yeah, eyes. <laughs> no matter... Yeah, I, I know she's your wife. I know she's your daughter. I know she's your mom, but Jesus Christ, she's about to end, like, civilization. Right. We need to do something to stop her. Like, I right. think that would be a really cool movie. That would be really cool. But in, in, all, but in the same sense, I think it would be super deep to go after Infinity War into, like, this whole, like, idea of, like, can I really kill my own mom my own mom or could i really oh, kill my yeah. own wife yeah like i can see why they were trying to like steer more towards the light-hearted like movie they actually did become right but i think if they were to really make it where it's like first act they get her out and everyone's happy and then she goes on this huge tirade where it's like you know what i think humans are the are the worst thing <laughs> right in yeah. in in all of universe and right. they're like oh that was a weird thing to say <laughs> But okay. <laughs> that offhanded comment sounded a little maniacal, but uh, I'll just ignore it and go on to eating these tangerines. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it, Alfred. <laughs> yeah, that, w that would be a sweet idea. 
That's that's a really smart idea. Um, shut up out there, Chelsea. Jesus. <laughs> Snickering. What'd you think, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Chelsea? <laughs> I see it. All right. Somebody had to be a mom. Uh-oh. You were at work still. Even better. <laughs> Someone had to support your <laughs> yeah, daughter. Making all the money. All right. Just, guess I'm just a fucking piece of shit over here. <laughs> <laughs> that baby go to bed? Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. All right. Have fun. Birds. Got it. Love you, Chels. <laughs> What I didn't really fully understand is when, I mean, they, they kind of gloss over it, but, like, she gets powers when she's down there? Michelle Pfeiffer? Yeah. Like, wh what is that? I don't know. I think it was, that's just one of those things where it's like, look, she's in the quantum realm for 30 fucking years. Maybe she picked up on some things. I guess. Maybe she absorbed quantum energy yeah. to because they do that do whole thing what? where like she like puts her hand on what on on ghost and then gives her the energy to like mm -hmm. make her go on. Oh my god, I'm hiccuping like a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like going. I'm like having a dirt seizure over here. <laughs> but yeah, they do that whole thing where she just kind of like a, like gives quantum energy to her and like yeah. makes her go on. And then right. they make almost in that mid credit scene, they make it seem where it's like. It needs to be an ongoing thing. We have to keep going into the quantum realm to get to, like, more for her. her. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought she was cured at that point. Yeah, I thought she was too, but I don't know. Maybe it's just a plot device to get him back in there. Sure. Because the okay, so the mid-credit scene that I really want to talk about was like the big jaw-dropping moment. Yeah. Like I thought of the movie. Yeah. Like just this two-minute scene or whatever it yeah. is. And so we find out that. Um, well, I'll set it up. So, like, Ant-Man goes into the quantum tunnel again to retrieve more of that quantum energy for Ghost. Yeah. And while they're doing that, like, all the Pims are outside. Yep. And they're, like, talking to Scott, like, hey, mic check, mic check, one, two. Yep. And then they don't hear anything. They're like, oh, shit. And then Scott is like, ah, yeah, I'm here. Trick or whatever. Yep. And so then that hands on him and he's down there scooping up in his quantum thermos yep <laughs> got a quantum thermos <laughs> of all this quantum energy and then um he's like all right i got all the stuff pull me up and then you don't hear something from them yep. he's like ah very funny yep. and then it pans to the pims yep and they're all gone <laughs> and they're all evaporated yep from, from thanos Infin yep from infinity war and everybody in my theater was like oh shit <laughs> Because, really, you don't know when this movie takes place. Yeah. You would assume that it takes place before Infinity War. Yeah. But it's taking place concurrently. Yeah. With it. Yeah. Which, I also have another thing, like, how did they not know that, like, an alien invasion was going on on Earth? See, no, I, see, I thought it was, like, this mid-credits scene was, like, way further in the future. Because they do show, like, shit where, like... Hank and uh, Janet are, like, on a beach together and stuff. Right. So it, they do show that time has gone by. Okay. All right. So it's like, I don't think that all that took place while while Infinity War was going on. Okay. Like, I think the shit where, like, at the end, like, that was going on during Infinity War. Sure. Okay. But, 
right. There was definitely they definitely did show some scenes where like some time has gone by. Okay. Before the events in Infinity War took place. All right. Called my called my uh, okay questions. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, but that was just like pretty jarring. I was like, I because I kind of forgot Infinity War even happened. Yeah. Until the point where it's just like poof, they're well, gone. Well, no, I kind of figured they were gonna do like a. Like, I, I went back and, like, I listened to, like, a review where they were, like, stick around for the mid credit scene. You don't, don't mind with the end. Because I heard <laughs> the end is just dumb. It's just, a, they just show yeah. a ant playing drums. I waited. <sighs> and it was just what you saw in the trailer, an ant playing a drum set. <laughs> the only thing that's added to it is that um, there's, like, a TV with a test pattern on it that said, like, please stand by. Because, like, now it's after... Infinity War and like all communications are wiped out. Oh shit! So all you hear is like this, yeah. and like and you see this test pattern on the TV and it pans over and then it's just this ant playing the drums. Oh, and that's it. That's all it is. <laughs> I was like, fuck! I waited for. That. I really had to piss too, so I was like, <laughs> kind of upset. I'm that so I glad that I heard that because Molly always gives me shit when I say we gotta stay for the mid credits or then like the end credits, and she's always just like. Like, I'm done. It's like the same thing every time. The mid-credit one makes you go, huh, and the other one makes you go, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably done waiting for the post-credits one. Yeah. I'll just, if, if it ends up being interesting, I'll read what it is. Right. I'm not going to sit through a fuck ton of credits <laughs> just to watch something that makes me pissed. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I stuck I around mean, for that, that Jurassic World end credits, and it was dumb as fuck. What was that They just one? showed pterodactyls, like, flying over Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, you told me that. it was that. dumb as shit. It was so fucking stupid, and I waited forever. I had to piss. <laughs> Molly had to piss. She was fucking giving me shit all the way home. Oh, Fuck man. you, Jurassic World. It's ruining your relationship. Dumb fuck movie. <laughs> almost making me lose my girlfriend. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. But anyway, so... As Scott Lang is going down the Quantum Realm again at this mid-credit sequence, like, Michelle Pfeiffer says something on the lines of, like, be careful down there because this such and such a thing, and don't get caught in a time stream. Yeah. Which I was like, I've heard rumors that Avengers 4 deals with them going in time. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm thinking, like, that's... He does mess with a time stream somehow. Yeah. In... Avengers 4, and that's how he comes to, like, be a, a part of it? Yeah. Because I also heard... Or what if he shows up in uh, Captain Marvel? I don't know if he will or not. Yeah. But what I want to say for Captain Marvel, I want to save that for just a second. Okay. Because I also heard that they casted an older Cassie Lang, like his daughter, for oh, Avengers sh 4. Shit. Because okay. it's somehow a bit in the future. And so, I want to know if she becomes, like, a superhero in this, too. Okay. Because if they're going to, like... After all these contracts are up... Yeah. And, like, they lose their heavy hitters... If they can already plant seeds for future movies to come... Yeah. They have another Ant-Man where they have, like... Cassie become Because in the book, she is, like, a character called Stature. Okay. And so, she becomes, like, somebody... Yeah. That would, like kick off some more things where they can have younger people coming into the fray where they and can would keep be, these yeah. movies going. And that would be like a cool tie-in to like the older universe. Right. 
where he could be like, I was the daughter of Ant-Man. Right. They had carryovers and And you could play like that. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. They could meet with, like, Spider-Man, because he's signed on for, like, four more movies yeah. or however many it is. And they do have, like, a Young Avengers, too, right? Where it's yeah, like a, they do. Where, like, the son of Captain America and the son of the Hulk or some well, shit. Well, it's like, not exactly like that. Okay, well, but yeah, but it's like shit others. like that. Yeah, yeah, but it's shit like that where it's like they can still play off of, like, Avengers, but, like, go different routes with it. Right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I thought that would be kind of cool. So what I wanted to bring up with Captain Marvel was is that her movie's set in the 90s, and I was listening to a podcast today that what would be cool in the mid-credits of that is that in order for, like, at the end of her movie, oh, fuck, how did it, how did they put it? I thought it was, it blew my mind when they were just speculating on that yeah. movie. Is that um, at the end of her movie, the mid-credits sequence is that Avengers from the future come to the past to the 90s to come get her and pull her to the future. Oh, shit. And I was like, oh, that would be kind of cool. But then it doesn't make any sense at the end of Infinity War. He's paging her. Yeah. And, like, I remember when uh, they did the whole thing with the pager. Like, it looked like it was just like a pager, but it was, like, had, like, futuristic shit on it. Where it's like, what if he paged her in the past? Because okay. ni- like in the 90s, like, cell phones don't exist, but pagers do. Where it's like, right. what if he, like, developed a pager that could page someone in the past? Oh, man. So she's just in the past. That'd be pretty intense. Yeah. What would be nutso is that in Captain Marvel, like, it jumps, it goes from the 90s and it kind of goes to, like, where she is now. Like, in the, and she, like, dies at the end of her own movie. Like, gets evaporated by Thanos. Yeah. But then they go into the past to get her. Oh, shit. Wouldn't that be fucked up? That would be fucked. (laughs) That would be like, holy shit, are you kidding? (laughs) Rip your chair off the floor and throw it at the screen type of shit? Like, if she's, yeah, like, if she's dead, like, if they show, yeah, like, where she is now and she evaporates and they have to pull her from the 90s into the, oh, fuck, that'd be nuts as shit. That'd be some cool shit. Yeah, because he wouldn't really know if she was still alive. Right. If, like... When he paged her, right. but if he had like a thing where it's like it's a device that can go back in the future, in the past, to warn her, then it's like a whole thing where it's like, well, shit, and then she like is put into like some kind of way where she can come into like the like now, right? That'd be fucked as shit. Oh my god! Because I remember, like, I've heard like so much shit where like people are talking about like if you need to see one more movie before Avengers, you need to see Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel like ties. Everything that's going to happen from the the two Avengers together. Oh, man. Like, that's the one movie you need to see before, like, between the two Avengers movies. I'm super excited for it. It doesn't yeah. come out until, like, March. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a ways to go. Yeah. But I'm super pumped. But, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering also in Avengers 4, like, if they do deal with time travel type stuff, does Thanos have the time stone? Or does... Um, yeah, he has all the stones. Does he? Okay, yeah. He, he had must, to to fucking do the shit. Right. I guess, yeah, I guess you're right. I couldn't remember if he got it from Strange or not, but he did. So I'm like, how are the Avengers going through time? Does Tony Stark invent time travel, you think? Well, no, I don't think I don't think all the Avengers are going to go through time. I think there's going to be, like, possibly Ant-Man go through time because he's got that whole time stream thing going on. Right. Uh, maybe Doctor Strange has like a small conversation at one point 
Because like he does the whole thing where he's like looking at all the things. Maybe that's like kind of like an excuse to be like, okay, I'm gonna like make my presence known to this person at this time uh-huh. to make the because they always almost make it seem where like in Infinity War like he set an, a chain of events in place because there's only one event where they come out ahead. So like he kind of he did things to like make it so that what they do will affect right they're the positive outcome. the positive outcome yeah like that's why he made sure tony stark was still alive like yeah maybe maybe tony stark does invent time travel that's fucked up man (laughs) (laughs) he goes from making iron man suits just full-on time travel that's crazy dude um it's crazy dude (laughs) now oh uh, another thing from ant-man so you remember when we uh saw the trailer you talked about how like him shrinking the building was like kind of stupid do you think it's still stupid? It was fine. Yeah. Like, like, it, like, like the only really big thing in there was the whole like tunnel. Yeah. And like when you think about like how like Tony Stark has invented arc reactors by this point, it's like sure. Right. Like I, <laughs> the tunnel wasn't the thing that bothered. Like the whole logistics of just having a building that can shrink and pick up and take it. Like I was like, where's the plumbing come from? Or the electricity? Yeah. But then I'm just like. Forget it. Like if it's just like a, if you're a, just fucking yeah. going to the minutia of all that, how that yeah. stuff works, it's like it, you're not having fun. And if with it's, the if movie. it's just gonna be like a hollow shell of a building that just holds this tunnel, then sure, right? That just forget it. Like, yeah. I mean, it would suck. I mean, technically, all your toilets would just be like filled with shit. <laughs> so maybe all the other rooms in that building are just like bathrooms because you're just yeah. filling them all. Well, Hank Pym's old enough; he's probably got a colostomy bag or some shit. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe I can't wait till I get that old. I just have to have a bag of poop hanging off. Of I know. Me. There was like so many times on my trip where my dad was complaining about how he had to take a piss all the time. I was like, just piss your pants. You're old enough. You can get away with it. Uh, I bet you he took that well. He, he loved it. He took it in stride. <laughs> Great. Um, well, is there anything else you want to say about Ant-Man before we finally grade this baby? Uh, I can't really think of too much more. It's just... In terms of just the Marvel Universe in general, it's just kind of like, this is definitely like their placeholder film, kind of. Like, it's not a placeholder, but it's like, they don't want to, like, keep... We're not trying to flip the script on this kind of Yeah, thing. We're not yeah. trying to change the we, universe. Yeah, like, they, they understand that they fucking shook the very foundation of what, what you think the Marvel Universe is. So let's get you, let's get you some old home cooking before we right. really fucking fuck your shit up with, right. like, these next couple films. <laughs> right. Yeah. Get you on, like, uh, not necessarily a low, but something low stakes for you to build up to for another huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, That being said, I liked the... The all the plot threads in this, I thought they were good. The action was good, even though you got to see a lot of it from the trailers. Yep. I felt like the comedy kind of fell flat. Some of it was good, yeah. but this is one of the more funny Marvel films. Yeah. Lighter. Yeah. Um, but with all of that added together, I think I liked it just as much as the first Ant-Man. Okay. Um, and I don't know what, if what we graded the first Ant-Man. I didn't go back and yeah, listen, but I, I think I I'd either. probably give this movie a B plus. Okay. Um, the... Some of it I liked a little less than the original, or um, 
I, I some of the um the main story of this where he had like that MacGuffin that everyone's like chasing after. Yeah. I thought was really smart. Smarter yeah. than the first Ant Man. Yep. Yeah. But you'll never like get moments from the first Ant Man like you did in this. Like that whole suitcase fight from the first one. Yeah. Like the Edgar Wright stuff that you could yep. tell was definitely yeah. his. Yeah. Was really good in the first Ant Man. Yeah. Like that whole Thomas the engine thing was yep. really funny. Yeah. You did like they like, tried to play with that where it's like, here's a Hello Kitty Pez dispenser where you're like, you're just taking a thing. Right. And doing it. Right. So like and plus that first Ant Man was like the first one, so it was like something new and refreshing and this one they didn't really change the game like he's already grown in civil war yeah so you don't get like that huge of a thing yeah yep um but the addition of the wasp is good so anyway all in all all the math equals up to a b plus gotcha what would you do like uh i'll say like this is one of those movies where like i walked out of it being like okay right yeah (laughs) like so like in in terms of that like i'm not i wasn't like head over heels, like, in love with it. But, like, I didn't leave hating it or being angry. Like, I thought it was just, it was a fun movie. Yeah. So I'll give it, like, a like a very middle-of-the-road B. Okay. I had fun with it, and uh, I, I can see where it stands in terms of, like, the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not meant to be jaw-dropping. Like, it's just meant to be there to kind of, like, remind you that, hey, this is Marvel, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to have fun. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 We don't have to. We don't have to fucking kill a whole bunch of, kill half the world, <laughs> right. to to still to still show you that we're to put we're, butts in seats. Yeah, to butts in seats. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it was. It was. It was. It was good. And I think our um, scores pretty much echo the big ones out there. So yeah, I think we're we're For right sure. on par. For sure. We liked it just about as much as everybody else. For sure. Um, well, besides Ant-Man, is there anything else you've been into, JT? Uh, well, there wasn't too much I could watch because I was on vacation. Right. But uh, because I didn't have a lot of access to streaming and only cable, I kept going to like the free HBO that we had. Uh-huh. So I stumbled upon uh, Jennifer's Body one day <laughs> oh my and watched God. that. Troy, if we ever have like a day where we just decide to just watch a shitty movie... We need to do Jennifer's Body. <laughs> okay. That movie is fucking awful, <laughs> but it's awful in the way where we could have a lot of fun with it. All right. Okay. It is such a shitty... Oh, my God. I had fun watching it. It's so bad. All right. Put like, it on the back There's, burner. like, a part where, like, someone gets stabbed in the chest, and then she just looks at him and is like, you stabbed my tit. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm on board. <laughs> Like I'm into I think it. this is gonna be one of those movies where you have fun, and like there's like legit so many fucking big actors now that are in it. Chris Pratt's in it. What? Yeah, Adam Brody's Fat in it. Fat Pratt. Yeah, Fat Pratt's in it. <laughs> and this is even before he was on Parks and Rec. He shows up in this. Oh, is that movie that old already? Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, and Amanda Seyfried's in it, of course. Megan Fox in it. Uh, the guy that plays uh. The uh, young Scott from Scott Pilgrim is in it. He plays okay. Amanda Seyfried's boyfriend in it. <laughs> okay. Like, there's, like, so many, um... Oh, what's his name? Uh, the guy that played uh, Commissioner Gordon in Justice League. Uh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. He's in... He plays, like, some, like, what? crazy teacher. Like, they get, they give him, like, a <laughs> shitty, like, curly hairpiece to wear throughout it. And he's, like, this very over-emotional teacher... Like he plays what nothing. Happening? He plays nothing like he plays in films nowadays. 
All right. Like, it's hilarious. Jesus. Okay. Like, if we ever, like, just decide to just do, like, a shitty horror film month or whatever, we need to throw Jennifer's body in there. Because right. I had a blast watching it. <laughs> okay. It's so bad, but All it's right. so fun. Okay. And because I think it just debuted on HBO, they kept playing Justice League. Oh, yeah. So I watched. I would, it's on their homepage of, oh uh, of God. HBO now. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I, I watched, like, 45-minute increments of it, like, four times while I was on vacation. Uh-huh. It's bad. It does not age. It does not age well at all. Like, I remember trying to, like, defend The Flash when we were, like, doing the review. He's so bad in this. He sucks. I he told sucks. you that. There's so many scenes where they just, like, pan to him mugging. Yeah. That's his big... <laughs> yeah. Like, I think his, his two superpowers are super speed and mugging for the camera. Because there's so I, many times... Even, like, when people say something to him, he he turns his head to look in the camera and deer in the headlights it. Oh, Jesus. I uh, I know when we first graded it, we, we said that it's fine. Like, it's not bad. It's just not good. Yeah. It's just a movie. And now that it is on HBO, I want to go back and, th- like, see if I still agree with that. Yeah. It, I don't know. Like, I, I didn't watch all of it. I only caught it, like, in, like, 45-minute increments here and there. But those 45-minute increments were painful. Oof. Real bad. Like, even, like, the things that uh, Steppenwolf would say. Uh-huh. Like, I was, like, I was like mildly defending Steppenwolf when we were doing the review. <laughs> But, like, his lines in this were so weird where he was just like, Mother of Destruction, blah, and he'd just, like, do shit like that where you're like, that's, that's not even a line that makes sense. <laughs> like, you're just saying that just to sound, like, like... A big looming yeah, thing ominous. to say. Yeah, ominous. Like, he's just, yeah, like he just walks up to the mother box and he's like, Oh, I shall be the mother of destruction. You're not even a woman. <laughs> like, you're just like, you, like, it's just like... Say something. Say something that's like evil. Like they just like took Siri and Hines aside and they're just like, say something that a bad guy would say. What a creep. What? I don't fucking know. Mother evil. I, I will be the mother. I will make mother evil. Uh, <laughs> like oh god. Uh, I might go back and watch Justice League if I can. I might try and go back and watch it all because like, just some of that shit I watched and it was just bad. It's oh, yeah. just so bad. Uh, and even like on the small like screen, Cyborg looked like dog shit. Yeah, I never thought he looked good. Like at his all. face looked like he was like floating on his head, on his I body. I thought that in the theater too. Like it looked like his his face was like kind of like going in like semicircle <laughs> motions around his body. Or oh my god, that's gross looking. Yeah. And I even noticed more scenes with Superman where I could totally notice that they were doing the mustache thing. Right. Like even in the in the fight scene by like his like head statue. Like, when he grabs uh, Batman and says, do you bleed, He t- they totally have that effect on there. Oh, really? Or, like, like, like his he- lip was, like, going, almost going over his teeth. <laughs> okay. Kind of, like, effect. We were like, oh, my God, you did it way more than I thought you did. Ugh. Like, and even, like, goes back and forth, too, where, like, they'll do, like, a scene where he looks normal, and then they'll, like, pan away, and then they'll come back, and it's, like, his lip is going over his teeth, where you're like, oh, God. Just don't, don't have that scene in there, then. <laughs> Like, yeah. if you already filmed that scene, just do that scene. Don't try and, like, go back and, like, redo it with the shitty face of him with his mustache. Right. Oh, boy. Like, it... Oh, Justice League is terrible, I think. 
All right. <laughs> let's let's revisit it. Maybe we'll come back and do a, a Yeah, we might do like a mini yeah, a mini a mini Justice League review when coming back. All right. But uh a good thing that I saw. Uh me and Molly finished the second season of Handmaid's Tale. Okay. And you need to get on Handmaid's Tale. I want I it's going to be the next few thing I watch. Good. Because be it is sale. so fucking good. Like, even this season, because the first season kind of stays pretty true to the what the book is. Yeah. Because Molly read the book, and the first season ends where, like, the book ends. Mm-hmm. And then in the second one, like, Molly said that it's a lot more action-packed than she probably would have liked, considering that it's based off a book. But they still play it in a way where, like, it's really fucking good. Okay. Like, they really play with the whole idea of, like, this this uh, new kind of America and, like, what mm-hmm. is being done with it. And they even, they really take it in a, in a stride where it's, like, they're playing way towards, like, women's rights and stuff. Because, okay. like, the whole colony is based off of, like, women are, like, the bane of human existence. And mm-hmm. now men have to step in. And like, bur- and like, foster children because the women can't do their job properly. Oh, jeez! Like that's, but in in this in the long run, it's mostly probably because men are infertile. Okay. And there's only a few. There's only a certain few that can impregnate women, but society is trying to make it the other way so men can still maintain their power. Okay. But like, no, the second season is. So good. And right. it, like they develop villains in a way where you want to like climb through the screen and fucking murder them yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it is so good. Like Joseph Fiennes in this uh-huh. as like Commander Fred uh-huh. is the most terrible human being you have ever seen. Like I, I want to find Joseph Fiennes and murder him myself. Oh, God. He is such an amazing villain in this. Jeez. And like you oh, you just need to watch Handmaid's Tale on Hulu cuz it's right. it's so good. Like I, like when we were going to those Emmy nominations, I would not be surprised if Handmaid's Tale takes it cuz it's so well done. I uh I'll get on it sooner than later then. Good. Great. Good. Um that it? Ah, that is it. That will do it. Um I have been into a few new things okay. this last week. Um, there's been a new relaunch of a Hulk series called okay. the Immortal Hulk. Ooh. And it's taken them back to a more of a horror type of route of the Ooh. Hulk. Which is um, pretty interesting, I think. And so far I've been into it. Alright. Like the first issue deals with, like, it's kind of like weird crime where this kid is kind of being pressured by this gang that's like a mirror of like the hell's angels yeah and of to rob this convenience store and in that he acts he accidentally in quotes like kills a little girl and Bruce Banner oh, but wow. the hulk won't let Bruce Banner die oh sweet and so he becomes the hulk and hunts down this kid and terrorizes him and beats him to a pulp where he'll never hurt anybody again. <laughs> and so it's kind of taking that route of like a story. And I so far am into it. And yeah. uh, it's two issues in by now. And I read the second one. I won't totally spoil the second one for you, but it deals with 
like more of like a freak of the week type of of a thing. Okay. But it's uh it's still good. Yeah. And it kind of like harkens back to like the old 70s Hulk series on TV too. Oh cool. Where he's kind of like a guy on the run and like people are kind of after Bruce Banner and all that type of shit. Yeah. So it's it's taken like a lot of aspects of the Hulk that's ever been done and kind of meshing them together until this one kind of cool little story so yeah. far. Yep. Also, what I've been reading is the relaunch of Spider-Man with The Amazing Spider-Man number one. Nice. Uh, written by Nick Spencer, who made uh, Captain America Hydra Agent. Of course. And drawn by the guy who drew Invincible, who right. I'm also reading for Imperious Rex. <laughs> but he's jumped from Image to go to Marvel. Yeah. And... Spider-Man is the perfect title for him to be on. Right on. And the first yeah. issue is, like, oversized, and they bring Peter Parker back to, like, a status quo yeah. where he's, once again, poor, has to have roommates to live. Sweet. Um, yeah, because based on what you've said about Invincible, like, he seems like he'd be, like, the perfect guy to, like, bring like Spider-Man to, like, that kind of bare-bones, like, fun-loving kid type yeah. character. Yeah, it's r really good. Like, the first issue was really fun, and he got to draw, like, a ton of stuff that he wouldn't just, outside of, like, doing Spider-Man, he got to draw, like, a ton of the Avengers, draw, like, a ton of bad guys. Oh, sweet. And so, like, it was just a fun mishmash of, like, look at everything that I can draw, join me on my next, <laughs> like, few issues. So, like, I'm... I've never bought Spider-Man monthly, yeah. but I'm gonna do it just because I love the artist so right much. Right on. So I'm gonna do that. And the last thing I was in, I watched yeah. The Disaster Artist. Okay. I think it's overrated. Yeah. Hot take. I, you know what? I'll agree with you. I, I, I think the first half is way more interesting than the second half. Yeah. I, I would agree that I think it waned in as it went on. Yeah. And I wasn't as into it as much. But by the end, I was like, why was this nominated for Best Picture? Yeah. I, I agree with you. I... I thought, like, uh, uh, Franco's interpretation of Wiseau was pretty good, but I didn't think it was ever, yeah. like, really like, it's hit and miss. On. Like, there's some times where it's like, that's Wiseau, and there's other times where it's like, that's James Franco. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I really liked Dave Franco in this as yeah. Greg Sestero. Yep. Um, I liked the whole... I liked the rest of the, like, supporting cast. Yeah. But all together as a movie, I just was like, this is just the making of Disaster Artist, yeah. but not the real making like of i feel it. like at, at a certain point it kind of gets to or where like the room in yeah rather. like it gets to like a point where like it turns into like a co like a live commentary by seth rogan where he's telling you why this is absurd yeah and you're just like i know why it's absurd i'm i'm a human being that has two eyes and knows yeah. that how people work yeah but he just moves in and he's like he's fucking her belly button people don't fuck belly buttons and you're like i know but, like, like there's so many scenes where it's just Seth Rogen telling you why things are weird, and you're like, I can watch The Room and tell you why it's weird. Yeah. And I want to... I, I don't know for sure, but I'm going to say, like, I think that the first initial showing of The Room didn't go over as gangbusters as it did in The Disaster Artist. Yeah. I want to no. say it grew into I, a cult yeah. following over many years. Yeah, because I read that, like, while... The room was in theaters. I think only like seven people went and saw it. Like it only made like twelve hundred dollars on its opening weekend or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And like that 
room alone would have spent more to go see that movie. No shit. <laughs> no shit. Like I did I did hear that like uh like the whole thing where like the actress that plays um uh god damn it. Like the like his girlfriend in it. Lisa? Yeah. Like the chick that plays Lisa, she thought that the sex scene was gonna get cut out. Yeah. And then ended up being in the movie and then she was like she like invited her family to go see the movie. Right. And then they had, they had that fucking sex scene where like in she's twice. topless. Yeah. Yeah. Where she's topless and then they they, they cut it in again where she yeah. thought it was only gonna be one sex scene. Uh-huh. And she just got super embarrassed and got super pissed and like left while the movie was playing. Right. But like I knew that happened, but beyond that, like yeah, like it was not a successful right movie in the slightest. Right. But yeah, so like I, I wouldn't even say, like, I'm glad I saw it. Like, I didn't even think yeah. it was... I thought Ant-Man better than Disaster Artist. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't blame you. I, I did... I was a big fan of, like, the first half of it, where it's just you see Tommy and Greg's relationship. Yeah. And, like, kind of, like, see, like, why someone that's, like, as young and naive as Greg would be drawn to someone like Tommy. And, like, yeah. why... And, like, how someone like Tommy would be, like, feeding off of, like, Greg, where he's, like, kind of, like... This young up and coming guy, right? And like, even though Tommy is like so like over the top that like he still is like drawn to like this young guy where it's like you have all the, all the like a potential in the world, but like I'm just like this weird foreign guy, right? He's just, from the Bayou. Oh, of course, New Orleans. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. But I like that relationship, and I love seeing that flourish. But then. The whole last half is just like, let's watch them make the room and then talk about why it's weird. It's like, I could do that watching the room. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, thought it was weird. There's a ton of stuff that just got on, like, HBO and, like, Amazon Prime and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, like, stuff that I missed from last year. Yeah. Check out Lady Bird. Lady Bird. I just saw that it was on Amazon Prime. Yeah, check that out. out. I I thought it was pretty decent. Good. There's uh, a few other things, too, that I was going to get on, so I might pop them in on reviews of uh, next few shows. Do it. If I have the time. Uh, But that's it. That's all I got for this week, uh, JT. So if people want to discuss Tommy Wiseau with you, (laughs) or whatever, I don't know, where can they do that? Hello, Mark. You can find me (laughs) at Bucky Forever on Twitter. Buggy for everyone on Instagram and hey, one up, Buggy for everyone on Snapchat. Troy. Oh, hi, Troy. Hi, Troy. <laughs> you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter. All of our episodes are also uploaded onto Facebook.com slash Review Review Pod, as well as our hosting site, Review Review Pod.podbean.com. Yeah. If you don't want to do that, that is perfectly okay. We're cool like that. All of our stuff. Not cool in this room, though. <laughs> no, it is so stifling hot. <laughs> it is, like, now kind of moist in this room as yeah. well. We're, like, we're almost swimming in here. Jesus. Anyway, uh, we are also on Stitcher, Google Play, yes. iTunes. Um, and if Google Play isn't still a thing, I don't know if it is or not. We're also on Google Podcasts as yeah. well, which is a slick new app. Slick. If you're an Android user... And you don't quite have a podcatcher of choice. I would say Google Podcast is pretty cool. Uh, anyway, also if you're in the uh, Apple world, Apple Podcast will do you. Uh, do you right? Do you right? I suppose I've never used it. I guess, but I heard it's fine. Mm. Um, 
but you can also rate us there because that's about the only place you can rate podcasts because if you like the show a good rate and review helps other people find the show as well it will uh if you want to write into the show you're more than welcome to do that because we got an email at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com that's pretty much all the plugs i got going on good uh, so JT, what's coming up next so week? N- next week, in honor of our big review this past show of Ant-Man and the Wasp, we decided to go back and revisit some of those films where people are shrunk down to minuscule size <laughs> Great. for the month of July. And our first one is probably the granddaddy of them all, the 80s classic Honey, I Shrunk the kids sweet very very excited to revisit this one this is like one that i watched a lot as a kid you know what one i've seen the most honey we shrunk ourselves really the third one. <laughs> oh god that one is not as good i don't remember like how good it was i remember them almost getting eaten by teenagers because they fell in chips and dip <laughs> that's what i remember the most there's a very a uh, similar scene where they fall into a bowl of Cheerios, I think. I remember that. I've seen <laughs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but not for probably 10 years. Yeah, I know. I, I haven't watched it in a long time. I do remember they had a pet ant at one point. Yep. Yep, yep. Tying it in with Ant-Man. There you go. <laughs> Maybe Ant-Man was involved in the, oh, uh, hopefully. Time the, the taming of this. <laughs> yeah, he fell into the time stream. <laughs> And tamed the Honey I Shrunk the Kids yeah, and got to, to team while up they with ate a Rick, giant Oreo. Yeah, Rick Moranis or whatever. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm I'm super pumped to check out Honey I Shrunk the Kids next week. Hmm. And how? Uh, so yeah, this whole rest of the month, I believe, is gonna. Yeah, be, it's only two weeks, but uh, yeah, it's we'll, gonna be, we'll uh, be covering shrinking. two different movies where people are shrunk to minuscule size. I am into it. Got a pretty fun one for the week after that as well. Sweet. We'll let in you know mind. that next week. Yeah, keep that little little mystery. Uh, little mystery for you. Don't forget to vote for the Tournament of Random Movies to see who you want to progress right. to the Scarface next round. Scarface versus The Expendables. So do that on Twitter. And that will be pretty much it. So until next time. Yeah, and we will be returning to our regular time of uh, Thursdays. Yeah, Thursday releases. Yeah, yep. Thursday releases, because uh, last week was 4th of July, and this week I was on vacation. Next time, regular scheduled programming will commence. There you have it. So until next Thursday. Yes. I've been Troy to the Max Extreme. I am JG3K. And we are off. Ah, i got to find the stop. <laughs>